People of Earth, how are you? Much better. This is actually take two. We had a little software issue. That's okay. Glitch. We don't really um, use high, 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 high tech technology over here. I know it sounds like we do, but we don't. My name is Al. Across the table from me is my friend Joe. How are you, Joe? Al, I'm, I'm good for the second time. I'm sorry, Dude, babe. fucked up. I just, listen. Fucking retard. It has nothing to do with me, I have to tell you. That's what everybody says. I mean, who knows? It was probably me. I'm no full-time... No fucking problem with the country today. I'm yeah. no Nobody f- takes responsibility, <laughs> except the Trumpster. <clears throat> that guy takes no fucking... He's not accountable for anything, according to him, I think. Don't you? Trump? He's a fucking nut job. I love the guy, but he's... Whatever. He's definitely... I don't know. I, haven't, I have to think about that for a second. Yeah. Well, he takes responsibility for what's going on in, like, you know, China and shit, because he's doing it. I have to say, I mean, if you're president of the United States, you should be, you, especially running up to running for your second term, you are the most relevant person on the planet when you're a first-term president. What has he done that's really bad? Nothing. But I'll tell you right now who's irrelevant. And she fucking showed up in the news for the first time in at least a month today or yesterday. Who's that? AOC. Is there anyone more fucking irrelevant than her, frankly? She's irrelevant. Well, I... She may not keep her seat, by the way. Here's... I was thinking this. She says that the whole immigration thing down there with the kids being taken away from their parents is a concentration camp. (laughs) Exercising in hyperbolic fucking rhetoric much, honey? Sorry, go ahead. You were well, thinking. Well, there were there there are people that are starting to wake up because they sent fucking Amazon away. Oh yeah, they said hundred fifty thousand dollar a year jobs. Nah, we Isn't don't something want them. Stupid, like twenty five fifty thousand jobs. Twenty five thousand. Jo- yeah, so I'm saying twenty five thousand or fifty thousand jobs, something in there. Yeah, a lot of fucking. That's jobs. a lot of people getting and work, a man. A lot of them, you know, anywhere from like fifty grand up to you know. A lot of people Whoever looking to buy fucking lunch at the corner delis. You know what I mean? Yeah, and buy services and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, housing will probably rise, but you know, shit happens. I, well, it's she's a socialist. I mean, right? You know what she? I can't really get too upset at her because she's what is she? Twenty nine. I don't think she's 30. I think you're right. I think she was 28 when her term so she's started. She's my so. daughter's age. So she's still, she's a moron. Yeah, she has beautiful breasts, too. That gets her a little leeway from me. But <laughs> you, know what, you know what I've been thinking about lately? And I think we mentioned this on the last podcast, is that I don't understand, and I have to read this in the Constitution, Nancy Pelosi and AOC should have the same amount of power. They're both congresswomen from a district. And I don't understand why Nancy Pelosi is pulling the fucking strings. She has an administrative position within the legislature. Somebody has to c- yeah, say who's on what committee and who heads each committee. Somebody yeah, has I don't to know do if, that. I don't know if that's... Is that in the Constitution? Is the Speaker of the House in the Constitution? I, I, don't, I don't think so, Joe. I, I don't... 
I mean, I'm pretty sure. I have a, my handy-dandy <coughs> Constitution. I, by the way, the Constitution is not a long document. No. It's just not. Um, I don't think there's anything setting up Congress in there. But still, somebody has to... Oh, here we go. Congress of the United States. It is. It's in the Constitution. Yeah, here it is. The House of Representatives shall choose their speaker yep. and other officers. Although the Constitution does not require the speaker to be a member of the House, all speakers have been members. Interesting. And I don't know whether the third in line to the fucking presidency is in the Constitution either. But what what bothers me is that you have somebody who's unelected, and I don't care whether it's Republican or Democrat, that seems to carry a fucking shitload of power, and I don't I don't like it. I don't like this, you know, this melting fucking whore. Who they got to not do something by committee. If they do everything that she does by committee, it's going to take even longer to get real shit done. Somebody has to fucking well, administer certain things. I have to say, here's the thing that, like, I, I, I talk a lot about not liking Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, and we used to really like her tits. Before they hit the ground. But she's really taken, I mean, she got hit with the fucking, uh, I mean, she was dragged on the fucking gravel road face first. You know, she's just looking really fucking bad. And, but she represents a district which includes San Francisco where they have an application called SnapCrap where you can notify other users where homeless people have taken a shit. And this woman, so her district is a disaster, which doesn't mean that, you know, it's not 100% her fault. But you should have a district that's, you know, San Francisco is probably, I think, maybe next to Los Angeles, if not the highest property values in the world. I think San Francisco is a technically higher than L.A.'s on and average. They have a homeless population like crazy. And this fucking douchebag says, oh, and we're going to be a sanctuary city so everybody can come in. And other than and the ones on that the can't, fucking street. other than the ones that were bust in by the president, they can't come in because yeah, that's not know, fair. That's so I mean, I don't understand how somebody like this is representing me. You know, I don't want her to represent. I didn't vote for her, and I don't see why she's got this kind of power. But if it's constitutional, then it's constitutional, right? the way it goes. And you're not looking to change the Constitution, Joe. Well, I, I'm not looking to change it, but it's a bitch to change, and they made it that way. Constitution, the greatest thing about our Constitution is it takes into account that people are fucking scum. Yeah. Yep. They're absolute petty scum. Yeah, and the guys Myself who, included. And the guys the who wrote it were all lawyers. They know that lawyers are scum. And future lawyers would be scum, but somehow they they made it happen. I was I was in with the shrink, and of course he can't talk about other clients and shit. Yeah, can't when, talk about when did you see him? Um, last week. Oh, I didn't see him till yesterday. So 
What's today, Tuesday? Joe and I have the same shrink, which is funny because Joe tried to get me to go to couples therapy with Joe like five or six, seven years ago. I thought that would be a good idea. Uh, but uh, he was. we were talking about divorce lawyers. Yeah. And it's always been my, you know, divorce lawyers are the scum of the earth. And... They, you know, if, when you're getting divorced and you think that your lawyer's fighting for you, and he's mad at the other guy, and it's it's all a fucking game. They're out there on the golf course, and they say, "How much money do these assholes have?" Right. And they fucking well, let's drag this out for six or nine months. Right. And you know, we won't bankrupt them, but we'll get them. You know, we'll get fucking seventy or a hundred grand of theirs, and uh, and we'll settle it up. Right. And I said, you know, I always thought it worked that way. And he goes, it fucking does work that way. Right. I've had him here on the couch telling me. No shit. Trying not to throw up. We'll beat them with a bat. I, I told him a couple stories. He's like, wow, that guy's an asshole. He, he doesn't hold back. You know what I mean? No. So how do you like him? What was your I think first he's great. We were the, it, the hour went by really quick, and I was excited that it was a real hour, not a 45-minute hour. I didn't know until I got, I felt like I was in there for an hour and like a half. 55-minute Okay, hour. so maybe that's what it was. You know what I mean? I got there right at the stroke of six, though. Um, I blew him off. Once? I was supposed to go uh, Monday at 7, and I, I just blew him off. And I said, hey, Charlie, I've told you. I got trouble with commitment. So how can you take me on as a, cl- a client <laughs> and expect that I'm going to show up all the time? Yeah, well. Yeah, no, it went well. Um, uh, he it was, was a couch day. He was really, 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 really... He was either really interested or is a really good actor, and he asked a lot of good questions about the fucking specifics of what I do for a living. He was fascinated. Well, the, he was fascinated because I told him, you know, by, for example... That building at Cordage Park, they're building, I'm painting that. Right. And he's like, right. and all you did was read a plan and gave them a price? I'm like, yeah, I read about five different, you know, addendums and, you know, I read a design development set, a fucking permit set, a construction set, you know what I mean? And all the addendums. Yeah, I read about six plans, put together a price, and we sold it. And here's what he's going to say to you. Yeah. And this is what we're, we're trying to get through. Because I think having the same shrink, because I don't think he gets it. I think I tell him that you and I talk about everything. Yeah. You know, and look, I, if you've got problems with your balls or something, I don't really want to know that much. But but I would tell you. Or some freaky thing. But yeah, I don't, get, I don't is, tell you about all the freaky shit. I could Charlie's going to go, so you're capable of doing this, and you still feel like you're a piece of shit. Yes. Yeah. We didn't even... You know what he did? The no, it's way, way, it's way too early for you. At He's the end, he did say you. the end of the session. The first thing he said is what they all say: "Why you here?" At the end, it was, uh, "What do you think you can get out of this, or whatever?" And I wanted to joke with him and go, "I just need someone to tell me it's going to be okay, Charlie." <laughs> but I didn't. You know what I mean? Maybe next, maybe if we get to know yeah. each other and he figures out that I'm actually kind of funny and a little smart, I think he knows that anyway. Well, he he asked me how my sex life was. D- did he mention me? No, I brought you up quickly because we I was talking about the wall, but I fucked up and t- called it the hole. I went, oh no, no, that's what my friend Joe calls it. You know, what I'm talking about you call it the hole, I call it the wall. Because I was hole, what hole? 
when you're fucking in a f- state of either not medicated or oh, in, oh. D- depressive, it's fucking winter. You talk about getting the, out of the hole. I talk about getting over the wall at the beginning okay. of the day. For you, it's a hole. For me, it's a yeah. wall. Climbing out of a hole. But it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Different you just metaphor, had, same Yeah, thing. yeah. So I, I actually said, I was talking about the hole. I went, oh, wait, no, it's a wall. I said, that's Joe. <laughs> but he didn't. He's not going to, I'm not going to be able to talk about, now that I'm seeing him, he's not going to talk about me and you to me and you. You know what I mean? Oh, he already said that. He can't. Yeah, he can't. Because he, he, he doesn't want to take family members. And he might, he might, he knows that we're friends and everything. He might, listen, I hope it and works out for both podcast. of us. Yeah, but he, he might not realize that we're kind, we're kind of like family a little bit. You know what I mean? We're, no, I've we're, told him that. Yeah, we're family. So I'm surprised. See, here's he, what I'm hoping. I'm surprised he even saw me. I'm hoping there's a lot of, Bullshit that can be. He can learn a lot about you from me, and yeah. vice versa. Not even not talking, by talking about each other. Not right. even ta- just by saying these two assholes have known each other for, and he can say, no wonder they're friends. They both hate each other. They he, hate each other, or they hate each one of them hates themselves. themselves. Right? Did uh, why do you, why do you hate yourself? Did you notice that he took a lot of notes your first session? He, he took a shitload of notes he, yesterday. Charlie is engaged in he's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought when I left. I'm like, this motherfucker is actually going to sit down. He's here late. He doesn't have to see anyone else. I bet he's here for a half hour, 45 minutes, writing some shit. He likes what he, he does for a living. Yeah, he seems like a really nice guy, and I know him from somewhere else, and I don't know where it is. And he doesn't have one of those faces. I definitely... Maybe he used to buy gas when I was pumping gas or something, because what is he, about 10, 10 years older than you, maybe? 10, 15 years older than me? Well, no, he's not 70. 10, 15 years older than me. I'm 50. He's uh, He's got to be in his early, mid-60s anyway. How's that? Sure. All right. Sure, I guess. I think I'm. he either used to come to the gas station I worked at, or maybe I painted his house, although he would have remembered. You know something? I saw Charlie once when I was getting divorced in 2000. I went in. I had a session with him, and I never went back. Oh, okay. And he doesn't remember. No. No. And you would, you know, and I, I thought for a second, and I forgot about it until I saw him. So when you signed up, did you just sign up randomly at Cove, or was it because it was on your network, or did yes. someone? And you got, you were lucky enough to get him because there's like four yes. or five other people to talk to. Thank God, huh? I said I sent them an email, I believe. Hey, I need some fucking therapy. Here's my insurance. Mm-hmm. Do you take this? It's funny. You emailed them, not called them. That's so funny. Well, it's always e- you love emails. Email. Just better. Emails for you. That's well. That's you for know a lot of people. No, emails good because you have. No, I actually did say that. You know. Oh, a record, a written record. Yeah, you have a. You See, know. for me, it's oh, you like you told me you were you were gonna put <laughs> fucking. Uh, now, sometimes a, a recorded record is bad for you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For if me, I'm like, lot, which I, you know, I do lie quite a bit, but well, I lie on a minutely basis. But I tend not to lie about big things. I lie about like, how come he didn't answer the phone? Like the Kung Fu today who showed up because he's been looking for me. He wants to be Kung Fu believes that. Because he charges me excessively for garage doors, that he can come over here and have me weld shit for him at any 
any moment. <laughs> I just looked at him and go, because I'm, I'm, he charges you exorbitantly, yeah, you said, get to I'm, weld shit for free and and use my own steel, you know, and fucking consumables and all that. And I, I just look at him and go, I'm not fucking welding anything today. Yeah, nothing. Was he wanting to weld something on his truck or something? Yeah, he had some hinges or some fucking thing, and I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Although you got some steel, I'm like, yeah, I do. Yeah. And guess what? I'm not fucking welding it onto your hinges. Right. Go away. Go to a welder. He'll charge you a hundred bucks a hinge. By the way, old Charlie suggests that I. T- he goes, I'm not an alcohol. I'm not a drug and alcohol counselor. By the way. This was at the end. He's like, so I don't know if this is going to work for you. Because th- he goes, I think that's what you're looking to. I'm like, nah, I get a lot of other shit I want to talk about myself because I let him know a little bit about, you know. We got a long way to go. He can't get to know. I got a lot of shit going on. You know what I mean? He's not. So, I believe there <clears throat> And he said, yeah, no, I want to help you with the whole your son thing. No, there's people that drink because they, they fucking have to drink. Yeah. And then there are people that to drink, to mask shit. Yeah, and I'm one of those, but he told You're me... You're one of them. He told me, he goes, do you get... Because I told him how much I drink, and he's like, man, you must get... Ha-. I'm like, no, I don't even get drunk. I just drink a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, all right, so you are coming back here, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, all right, you should probably tone the drinking down. <laughs> Which is funny, right? I told him about my... Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to mention by my Indian drugs. Okay. Straight up. Told him I got these. I, I told him it fucking works. Yeah. And he wasn't horrified or anything. Yeah. Because, you know, I figured, I said, I'm going to take a chance here because I, I can tell him anything. And I told him, and I said, you know, it, it kind of fucking calms me down and uh, my back doesn't really hurt that much, but it's got some serotonin and shit in it. Yeah. He thinks I got to up my... Uh, SSRI okay. thing, because he thinks that's what the the uh, that medicine is doing. I I, sh- I can't say it. That's fine, man. Because I'm in enough trouble with the law. I fought the law and the law was. Now I know I'm not. See, this is the other thing. You know, if someone is telling you about what is going on with their therapist, that's fine. You can listen freely. You're not supposed to ask them. Have you told them about your legal problems? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. Yeah. I actually, I ran the, uh, I ran the, the new one, it, and this, I mean, this is fucking bullshit, and I said, I'm going to have to throw somebody under the bus, and I told him what happened, and he said, yeah. He said, you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. He says, it's fucking crazy anyway. He thinks the one where I yelled at the dude is insane. Oh, how how much the, it's oh being prosecuted? God. You mean? Yeah, it's fucking. He says, "I think that's insanity." And I mean, I told him. Yeah. I, sa- I said, "You know, I'd love to fuck your wife in the ass until her fucking head explodes <laughs> and shit like that." <laughs> and he was laughing, but yeah, he uh, he said, "That's fucking. Ins- that's insanity." Right. I mean, what do you, this? He's because he said it a few times. And I'm not. I'm not looking for somebody. To, you know, hey, his reaction could have been, "Oh, that's fucking terrible. How could you do that to somebody?" Yeah. You know. And then, by the way, for the time being, I'm only going to get at him once every other week. He's not available every Monday at six. <laughs> you know, I'll do any other night. Like if he wants to do a Tuesday or Thursday once in a while, I'm going to have to grab it. You know what I mean? What is the 
What, when did you see him? I saw him last night, Monday at 6 p.m. And he said, I can do two weeks from now. <laughs> I said, that's fine. And I said, listen, I get it. 6 a.m.? No, 6 p.m. Okay. 6 p.m. again. He's he's not, I can't, he's not going to come in at 6 a.m. That's what I would need to do in the morning. If I was going to do the morning with him, it would have to be 6 a.m. Why don't you just tell the fucking office that you're going to, two days a week, you're going to be in an hour late. And go at seven, and you're gonna work an hour later. Jeez, that's not a bad idea. I know, but so does he only do seven for you? That means he's got other days available, or uh, I'm thinking, I think so. Yeah, really, I'll talk to him about that. It's not a bad idea, because um, like I said, even though this is technically not, listen, it's counseling. It's still not psychotherapy. I think the whole psychotherapy thing. Like the Freudian psychotherapy. What's the difference? I think if technically it needs to be with an MD if it's psychotherapy. I don't no. know. I don't know. No, because psych- Freud is a Freud was a well Freud invented the fucking the genre or what not the yeah, industry. Yeah. The deal is everybody's got a little voice inside of them, Ugh. and that little voice don't we ever can be a real motherfucker. And you can have more than one. There are several. I actually talk to my s- drunk self in my sober voice sometimes. You ever do that? That's but crazy. You can't. The problem is, and this I think this is what Freud, is that you can't consciously get at your subconscious. Oof. Do you know what I mean? So you get there's ways I to. I guess that's why there's acid. <laughs> well, yeah. You and know that's what I mean? why they're talking about legalizing psilocybin again because they did they did tremendous experiments and had tremendous luck with psilocybin back in the 60s and then the fucking government the dickweed fucking republicans probably right came and and made it a schedule one drug meaning it has no fucking use it has no legitimate use right and i fucking hate having the government between me and my doctor I know. You know, because I take that, uh, I take some shit where I got to go in and the doctors are getting nervous about prescribing they, shit. Not getting, Joe. Well, They're they fucking nervous because they haven't, they, you haven't been able to get Percocet or Vicodin for shit you should get it for for years. Well, years. I haven't. Not you. I mean, people. Oh, people in yeah, general. I mean, no, prescribing pain meds around here anyway is fucking, it's like pulling teeth. And I think there's people that are going through a lot of pain unnecessarily because their doctor is afraid to prescribe them enough pills to take care of it. Or they're afraid they're going to become addicted or something like that. Right. And, I mean, the thing about opioids, I, I want to say I read that 25% of the people who take opioids are going to become fucking addicted. Yeah. So 25% of the population has a... Predisposition for addiction. Just, you know, they're Not just to opioids, and to gonna anything. they're going to be out of their fucking mind. Yeah, that's and then, me. There's going to be somebody, and there'll be a sliding scale of the, you know, of the addicted. Yeah, and they'll be addicted. Where you can sort of control it, and then there's the people that are out of control, and they die with a needle in their arm. Poor bastards. But the government, your government, forces these people who start off with pills, and then they can't get the pills, and they go and get the heroin. And then they die. And the heroin comes in, in fucking varying doses because it's sold by drug dealers. And then they fucking die 
and it's it's a direct result of the fucking law enforcement, the way the the stupid criminal justice system is set up to go after people like oh yeah it's a it's a criminal he's doing heroin what a fucking right. criminal he's doing opiates let me just segue into it's not really a non sequitur just the pigs. whole the whole I hate pigs the whole drug thing I just have to say out there. Uh, I had an acquaintance die a week and a half ago from fucking, they bought a 40 piece of cocaine and it was laced with fentanyl, which is going on around here in the northeast of the United States. So all you people doing cocaine, please be careful. Please, (laughs) at least, I'd like to say know where it came from, but you don't know where it comes from. And I don't understand this whole laced fucking drug thing. Who is lacing this shit with fentanyl, and why are they doing it? Are they trying to kill people? Now, you know what I mean? I heard a really interesting theory that this is a way for the Chinese to get at us. With the laced fucking With the fentanyl, because most of the fentanyl is coming from China. I just don't understand who laces it with cocaine. No, no laces the cocaine with it. No one's going to kill someone. Well, no, they cut it. They cut the heroin. With that also. Well, I don't understand either. I mean, why wouldn't you just cut it with baking soda or whatever the yeah, fuck they use? They use some kind of fucking talcum powder. I think fentanyl is a good... I would think fentanyl would be a good drug to cut and sell on its own, right? Yeah. I mean, you would imagine. I mean, if it's a very powerful opiate. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I guess... And I was resistant to this but they're lacing the fucking pot with it too the the mexicans or somebody nobody i mean well most of our pot illegal pot comes from mexico that's my understanding jeez i don't i mean our yeah most of the illegal pot comes from mexico There's a lot of pot being grown in america right now too it sure is you know what i mean and i bet the mexicans aren't happy about it they can't be and i'm telling you what it's fucking everywhere. Anywhere you drop, I think dro- that's why there's more fentanyl. Anywhere, because they're not bringing maybe. In the pot. But I'll tell you what, Joe. I used to think pot was pot. It's not. There's different fucking varying degrees of this shit, and everyone has it. And everywhere you drive, you don't. I'm not talking about people are the, fucked up on pot. No, no. I'm not talking about the smell of burning pot, like the first time you smelled it at a rock concert or something. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. Marijuana is being grown everywhere where we oh, live oh, now. Yeah. People have it outside now because it's fucking the beginning of summer and the spring. You drive, I'm telling you, you drive through downtown Middlebro, 105, right after or right before you get to 28, depending on which way you're going. Familiar with downtown Middlebro and 105? Yeah, you must a little be, right? Bit. Somebody there clearly has a fucking backyard fucking pot farm because the oh, you whole. Can smell it? The whole fucking place smells like pot. And I'm not talking about burning pot. I'm talking about just the plant out in the open. And they are fragrant. They're fucking fragrant. And it's everywhere. It's amazing. It's just how it went from... Yeah, listen, it got decriminalized first, and then it was legalized. But I'm like, it's always been kind of decriminalized. Here's you, the interesting... You really needed to have a lot of pot on you to get in trouble before, even before it was legal, you know? Yeah, but they could still... See, here's, here's what they've done. There's two things. One, there's too many laws. Two, plea bargaining should be fucking eradicated. It should, 
Yeah, you've I, been working on this argument for a while. And it's it's I I think they need to get it in front of the Supreme Court and they got to get rid of it. Because you can get charged with so many fucking crimes. It's it's unbelievable. This shit that look, you know, they say, well, ignorance is no excuse for not knowing what the law is. But when there's fucking laws that you can't even comprehend that something would be illegal. I got a feeling that the argument that's going to win in the Supreme Court case, if it goes to that, is and it's going to be like a seven to two, six to three type thing with liberals and fucking uh, conservatives on both sides. Somebody's going to make the convincing argument or opinion written, whatever, that the plea bargain actually helps the accused, not hurts them. No, the plea bargain. I, I'm with you. I know what you're saying. But somebody's going to fucking come up with some fucking legalese argument that it's actually better for them that there is a plea bargain. There shouldn't. Here's, here's how it ought to work. Because then they can get out of jail quicker. I think the prosecutor ought to be able to make you an offer. However, once they make you an offer, accept this and you don't, we don't go to trial, and then we just get it over with. That offer has to be good. Meaning, if you're going to say, you're going to, okay, accept this, you go to, we'll, we'll put in for three years. If you go to trial, it's going to be three years. That's the most you're going to do. I see. Not you're going for eight years. Right. Yeah. Well, no, there's, there's like people that have gone to jail for three years because if they lost. They court, go for 30. They're going for 20 or yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah. So and that's that's the problem with the plea bargain. And the first thing it does is it allows the fucking pigs. Um, Oink. I mean, I mean, the cops, friendly officers. Right. It allows the pigs to charge you with fucking ridiculous amounts of crimes for doing almost nothing. And it, well, it doesn't, cl- it, it, keeps, it keeps the fucking money flowing and it keeps their jobs, it makes their jobs fucking worthwhile. But it's not doing anybody, it's not doing society any good. Do you know what no one ever said? No one ever said, hey, while I was at school on my Fulbright scholarship, I figured out I wanted to be a cop. No one ever said, I just left medical school to become a cop. Right. No one ever said, I got a perfect score on my SATs. Now I'm a cop. Hey, I came up with a, here's a new, here's a new progression that I came up with. So I was thinking about this. So there's the old saying, those that can't teach, those that can't teach inspect those that can't inspect become cops. <laughs> Follow what I'm saying? Yeah, now I know How's what you're that? saying. Yeah. <laughs> and ins- by inspect, we mean, you know, I, look, you gotta, bureaucratic I town love, officials. When, when I get this shit, I'm going to read these police reports. They, they look like, they read like they were written by a fucking third grader who's, who's got fucking Tourette's. Yeah, right. Who's got Tourette's of the hand? I mean, they're fucking morons. Yeah. I mean, they're it's it's illegible. Duh, I I clad my I put on I clad my fucking clothes and. Do I have to imbeciles? Do I have to properly punctuate all the people I work? Well, both two people who I works with 
email. I have to correct their spelling and their fucking yeah, and they got punctuation. Some, you know, I was because Outlook good doesn't speller. do that, by the way. Outlook doesn't spell check. I don't think so, or maybe they don't have it checked. I don't know. They certainly don't do punctuation or awkward. It's just fucked. I really try to not fuck up the you know the yours and the theirs and yeah, you know, yeah. all that kind of shit. You know what always bug fucking bugged me out was the I and the E, but I f- all you got to do is follow the rule. <laughs> I before you, except after C. And sometimes Isn't there a couple something. exceptions. There is, but I don't. I know. always get fucked up on like, thinking. You know what I do is I put like it receipt. I put I've it into never my spelled receipt correctly on the first try. Yeah, it's R E C E I P T. Yeah, receipt. So that's an exception. No, it's I before you, except after C. Yeah, it's an exception. That's technically the except after C exception. So it's E before I after C. I've never spelled it correctly. And but by the way, proficient has proficient has the I after the C. <laughs> Receipt is the E after the C. So it's just this it's English. English is fucked. By the way, I think they say English and Russian are the two hardest languages to learn. They're also the two hardest things to learn if you speak either of them. And Mandarin Chinese is the third. And I just think when you think about the amount of people who are native English speakers and how English is the, you know, basically the language of the world. Let's fucking face it. And then there's a ton of people who speak Russian and a ton of people who speak Mandarin. It's just wacky that those are the hardest languages to learn. You figured they would be the fucking easiest. They're just not. Well, I'll tell you who's speaking a lot of Mandarin and going, what the fuck? Who? Is the Chinese well, who are going, oh my God. This guy's fucking really doing it. Oh, oh, Trumpy. They did a they did a nine month negotiation, and when it got time to brass tack, the negotiation was Jesus. You gonna be all right? Yeah, I just burped. The negotiation was this: that the there would be accountability on each, both sides for stolen intellectual property. Both sides, yeah. Like what well, kind of accountability, though? Well, meaning like there's going to be there'll be consequences. There'll be huge fines paid by to person. who and enforced by who? What are you talking about? This is what the this is the negotiation. Okay, go ahead. So the Chinese, there would be a set of rules. Because there is no fucking rules, and they just throw them out when they don't like them. I know they're going to continue to do that. So is they my would point. have no. But what I go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, once you if you sign a fucking treaty saying you're going to follow these fucking rules, and then they break the rule, and then they then what? You can take money out of their bank account. You can find them for what you agree to, and if and they then don't, they go fuck it. I'm just playing devil's advocate with you, by the I way. Understand. These treaties aren't worth anything. No, They're worth nothing. But they are, because instead of having $200 billion worth of, worth of shit being taxed at 25%, where they're shitting their fucking pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are literally shitting their now fucking they are. pants. No, you are. You're right. You're right. So they wouldn't fucking, if you had to pay $500 million fine, Chinese government is going to say, fucking pay the fine. We're not going to pay twenty five percent on two hundred billion. But are they going to continue? Or on six hundred billion? 
But all right. So 500 million is a fart in the breeze, by the fart. way. Fart. It's an absolute fart. It's a fart in the breeze. So they're going to continue to pay. They're going to just continue to 25% on $200 billion is $50 billion. $50 billion a year. It's a lot of money. And there's a lot of people jumping up and down. Well, that's passed directly onto the consumer. There are some businesses that will get hurt because they have to pay extra. But the Chinese are eating a lot of it. Because you can't. This was the f- one of the funniest things. I had one of these town idiots at one of my houses and uh, trying to talk me into planting uh, a whole row of trees because it would look nice. This is conservation committee type shit? Yeah, this was a this is a guy that's like sort of on the planning board. Wait, wait. He's buying the house or he's no, just. No, right, he's from the fucking town. I got you. said that. So why the fuck is he even there? Because uh, there was, it was a little subdivision. My my oh, that little Grafham Road thing was actually a little subdivision. I got you. Yeah. So they had they were they had some things that they wanted to do. So he's like, well, you know, you could it would be really nice. And he, he had all these suggestions, and I said, oh, that, that yeah, that is nice. I'll tell you what, why don't we uh, split it? And uh, you know, <laughs> or I tell you what, you put up ten percent. Right, because I, I did the split thing, and he's like, "Oh," and I said, "How about put it up ten percent? That'd be really nice." Because he was talking about it, you know, uh, more trees, and that would help carbon emissions. And I'm like, "Yeah, well, sounds like you're all kick for in. It. Stick your fucking money where your mouth is, dickhead." But he said the f- the the f- this they really believe this. Well, all you have to do is just increase your the cost your price of your house. By the amount that you're going to spend on the plants. And I'm like, yeah, it's that simple, right? I just arbitrarily add 10 grand onto the price, and then the customer will just come and say, oh, yeah, I'll pay 10 grand more for these plants over here. Yeah, right. No, the fucking house sells for what somebody's willing to pay for it, you idiot. Right. And it's not, it's not, it doesn't sell for what I want to get, it sells for what someone's going to pay for it. After 30 years, I understand this quite well. When the house sits there at 550 grand for 10 months, I lower it to 525. It doesn't go anywhere. I lower it to 499.9, and I have people coming out of the bushes, and I have a fucking uh, bidding war, which I just did. Then you know where the house was supposed to be priced. Did it get bid almost back up to the original no, price? No, I got 505. All right. So five oh five was pretty much the price. I probably could have held out for like five ten or something right, well. thing, but who cares? Get rid of it. It's off the books. Move on. So the thing is, China, the the their the government, because every fucking uh, company over there is has some sort of government involvement. Right. Some communist party fucking dickhead high, yeah. high up in there somewhere. Yeah. And they'll eat a lot of the cost so that they can continue to sell the goods over here right. and not. So not only do, see, I don't know how dumping $50 billion a year into the Treasury helps the United States. It can't be bad. You know, who knows how not it gets hurt. spent. Right. Yeah. Does, does it fly Nancy Pelosi and no. a bunch of her fucking pig-faced it does, cunt assholes? It does absolutely nothing. 
It does nothing. Well, I mean, fifty billion dollars is not a small amount of money. No, I know, but it's it's not a it's not a when when you're talking about a three trillion dollar government expenditure per year, I believe that's where we're at. It's one sixtieth then. It's a, it's not a huge amount. However, twenty five percent of six hundred billion starts to get kind of lofty. Yeah, it's one hundred and fifty. You you kind of start to be able to pay for like you know all the education. Right. Now we can't do that forever. This is a temporary deal, and it does hurt a lot. There's there's so much intermingling. There's so much like, I send this doodad over here, and it gets processed in China and comes back, and then I send the assembled unit to China, and it, it gets fucking more assembled, and then it comes back, and we do the final thing on it. You know, there's a lot of that shit. Now, the the most brilliant thing that I thought Trump did was saying to Mexico, "You either fucking start taking care of these people at the border." Well, we're going to charge you. We're going to start with a 5% tariff. Right. And I said, here it is. Here's how he's going to pay for the wall. Yeah. He's going to get Mexico to pay for the fucking wall. So I wish he kind of, there was a lot of Republicans that said that was a bad deal. But did you hear the, did you, did you see what the president of Mexico said? And it was his first reaction that being, uh, America first is a bad way to be. Oh. He said that to the U.S. president. It's wacky. Well, he's some sort of communist. Well, of course. I don't know, dude. It's crazy. But this president, who I love, actually, I love him more. Every day, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. really do. I love, I love Trump great. more as time go by. Times time goes by because he says less. Although I don't read the tweets, he says less stupid shit. Seems to anyway. He seems to be getting into the more presidential thing. He had a fucking blast over there in, in uh, Great Britain. Yeah, they had a good he really time. did. He yeah. he had a fucking. See the thing that people don't understand about Trump. And it's not like I know him personally or anything, but I've I've watched him enough over the years, and I've never watched The Apprentice Show or anything like that. But you know, uh, since the '80s, Trump has a fucking hell of a time for himself. Yeah, he enjoys. He really enjoys life. Yeah, see, he enjoys for, it for a guy who doesn't drink or fucking do any of that well, shit. Well, that's why he must be fucking crazy happy. If you're not drinking or doing some pot or fucking something, some pills something, or some shit, just to just to take the edge off, yeah. then you're obviously you're a fucking superhuman, right? And this motherfucker can work twenty hours a day, right? At at seventy three years old, yeah, eat five or six meals. You don't care. He eats fucking bur. You know the, the shit that that guy eats because right. you know he's eat he's he's not fucking around. He's really eating that garbage. Of course he is. I mean, I'd be asleep at two o'clock in the I'm afternoon. You, he's got, fucking out. He's no, got some crazy genes going. He doesn't on, just man. have crazy genes. He can afford ridiculous fucking medicine. And I'm telling well, you, they he's think got he's like nano. Speed, he's got nanobots fucking routing out his fucking arteries or something. I don't think that he is on anything. No, I don't either. But I bet he's got some fucking wacky high tech 
fucking shit going on. And I'm not talking conspiracy shit. I'm just saying shit that's not available to everybody else. You know, and I'm not talking not because he's president, because he's a billionaire. By the way, the latest but estimates. He's had the same energy since he was forever. I mean, in his twenties, for the, Christ's sakes, he's had to. He just has that unstoppable optimism, and you have to be in order to be somebody that takes on that much risk. You have to be like a crazy optimist, right? I love. Otherwise, f- you'd be you'd be just torturing yourself over what could go wrong. I love the fact that you know what I mean? nobody knows exactly what he's worth. You read five different articles, they have five different worths, and that's why he doesn't want his tax returns released. Cause well, because he, he cares about that, too. Well, he cares about what he makes, and it's probably a little less than everyone thinks he has, probably, and that's probably why. But he's like, you know, let's keep the mystique going. It's probably worth three between three and four billion. That's nothing to fucking sneeze at, by the way. Well, Forbes, he'll tell you ten to twelve, but it Forbes ain't. Forbes comes out with, I believe, around three billion dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they, I look, they do a pretty good job of. I mean, you can go and find out. Look, New York City is no different than the fucking. Any town in the United States, you can go to the registry yeah, of deeds and pull everything, and you can find out. You can you can trace back. If you want to spend the time? You can we trace a lot back of time every fucking trust. Right. You can find out who owns it, who's in it, who's got what, yeah, and it's what it's all worth. fucking recorded. Mm. You can find out. You know who's. I I can find out. You know what somebody owes on their house. Yeah. Uh, could certainly find out what it got assessed at, which isn't always really what it's worth, but at least that's a fucking jumping point. You know what I mean? No, you can find out what somebody's mortgage is on their house. Oh, I know that. I know that. Oh, you mean as far as assigning it's value? Actual, yeah, it's, yeah, it's actual value. And the only way to really gauge that is what you pay for taxes. But Well, apparently Trump owns the bottom. The, Trump owns outright the retail part of Trump Tower. Which is valued at somewhere. I mean, people are paying him rent. He doesn't own the businesses in it. No, no, no. People yeah, are, he owns the he owns the real estate. Right. People pay him rent. Meaning, yeah. all of the he owns some of the rest of the building. Yeah, he's got some office. Yeah. Or his his office. Most of the apartments are sold. Yeah. Well, he lives there. I'm sure he's got a few. Yeah. But the retail space, and apparently, uh. Is it Gucci? Probably. I mean, it's going to be something like that. Gucci rents is worth $700 million. It's probably less than 4,000 square feet. (laughs) You know what I mean? Probably not all that big a space. And the only reason why I use the expression 4,000 square feet, do you remember my old man's pool hall at, not at Cordage, but up at uh, the airport? Near the gym. That yeah. space was 4,000 square feet. So I know what 4,000 square feet looks like. And a lot of retail is less than that, man. But a boutique big name like Gucci, it's going to clock in between 1,200 and 4,000. I know that's a wide fucking margin. But by the way, I don't look at small retail for my job. I throw it out. There's no money in it. Fucking Fran. Fran, uh, 
Has he been AWOL? No, no, he's fine. Because I'm getting calls from other people who I've oh, given no. his number to, really? and they don't call. He doesn't call them, and they're like, "I thought you wouldn't give this guy my number." Because I got people who call me and who need their they need their house painted. I'm like, I have an office job now. I'm going to give you the number of a guy. I've worked with him for years. It's just like having me do your work. Please call him. He'll take care no, of you. No, no, it's a lot better. Oh no, I know. But please call him. He'll take care of you. But he fucking doesn't return calls a lot. So, I texted Fran, hey, I need a price on staining the farmer's porch in the back deck. I heard about this one, yep. Over at the one that was already stained? No. Oh, at a new house? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Down at Old Sandwich Road, the one I just sold. Oh, he told me about the one at Bayshore they wanted restained or something. I guess that wasn't through you. That was... No, 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 no. They no. called him. They probably called him directly. Yeah, yeah, that's Because I had to go have him go over there and fix some plastic. Dan had some pinhole leaks in the plumbing. Really? It was like, it was actually like. Wasn't it all plastic by then? It, or was it it's still. It's all plastic. And he still He said pinhole. it was like somebody sabotaged it. He said you couldn't find. He said it's like somebody stuck a syringe through the plastic. Like it would, wouldn't leak unless water was running through it. You know what I mean? That's wacky. And it was like this fine little mist that came out. It probably was leaking. It's like I somebody gotta, sabotaged. I got it, but I got to tell you, maybe that's a fucking sign that that whole new system doesn't work like they think. Well, Dan said he went. Now, this is Dan. Although he's better now. He's not completely fucking. He'll get it down before he retires. Yeah. So Dan, uh, Dan said. There was no recalls. There was no product problems. Uh, there was literally. It looked like now I had uh, that. That's where like I had somebody start framing that, and then they fucking left. Oh, Paul Willette. Then fucking Paul Willette left. No, no, somebody started it before. I hired these fucking uh, people from New Bedford that came up, and I... Geez. Fucking troglodyte Portuguese. Fucking subhuman. they screwed. Oh, really? They took off, and oh. they had... Oh, you gave them a deposit, and they screwed? No, no, no. Oh. They framed a good, good portion of the house, um, and then they screwed. And then I had Paul Willette come in, and then he fucking disappeared. And then shortly before he died, then I had Scott, busy guy. So I had three framers on it. So I was calling the. I was calling up the. Uh, the uh, tr the the guys from New Bedford saying some pretty awful things over the phone. Sure. So maybe they came up and you know put some heroin needles through there. I don't know. So finish the story about Fran and the deck. Oh, well, he, he stained the back deck, but he didn't stain the farmer's porch. Because he gave me a price for solid-based, and he gave me a price for... for uh, Semi-trans. Semi-trans. And the semi-trans was twice. And I'm like, friend, how come he didn't do the farmer's porch? What do you mean? Because I said... I mean, if you look at my text, it says farmer's porch and back deck. And he gave me a price at like 620 
Oh, that's just for one. That's just for the back deck. Well, sorry, he's fucking doing the porch because that's what I told. I said, "This is what I told the people." I asked Fran for a price, and I said, "Fucking farmer's porch and back deck." Wow, he wasn't paying attention. So I I said, "All right, it's six hundred twenty (laughs) bucks." But now, granted, the far the only thing he's got to stand on the farmer's porch is just the floor. There's there's no no balusters. Yeah. All right. Well. You know, That's too bad. But he could have got that all done in I mean, one day. I mean, I fucking, I, it was pretty clear. Yeah, it's weird. And I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about Frank. No, he no, no, even, no, no. Maybe he he just did it on a different day. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's weird. Because Fran's great. Oh, he's he does the a best. Great job. Yeah, no, he's the best. He's a great painter. He's he a really, really, really good painter. He's. One of the best painters I've ever met. I taught him everything he knows. Fran's going to take Frankly. care of it, he says. He's not worried. Well, I told him 650 but he, he was... Uh, when, when he asked me what he should charge... <laughs> He oh, he asked you. He didn't tell me about the front porch. He only told me about the back porch. So. All right. Can't be any more clear. Fran, give me a price to stay in the farmer's porch and deck. That's funny. Also, I need the exterior doors and jams painted white. Yeah. That's funny because he never, he he even said, I think, I believe he said, I don't know why he doesn't want to do the farmer's porch. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. He, you know what? He's so. That's the other thing. Like you, you see the Fran who's pretty calm and all that. He is. I always. You've seen the whacked out. He's frantic, and he frantics a lot. You know, panic, but he frantics. He's, he's like a bee. He's all. He's like. So sometimes he's out of his fucking mind. Sometimes he doesn't pay attention to detail, but I will tell. When he gave me the dimensions of the back deck and I gave him a price, he didn't say anything about the front porch. <laughs> Poor guy. But, well, the good thing is... It's really only another two or two fit. He's only going to eat a gallon of paint and wh- however long. It's only going to take... It's just the deck board. It's only going to take him an hour and a half or it's something. Not even the, I yeah. think the, it's not even the face. I think the no. face has... Uh, how big's the farmer's porch? Though? How long is it? Uh, it's 36 feet. <sighs> By a full eight, and I know it's probably yeah. cut up. Like you probably got a little. It's not like fucking thirty six by eight but or I whatever. Mean, I, I said, look, the, I, the people want a price. So what am I gonna? I can't go back to the people. It's he's oh fine. well, he's fine. Are fucked so up. you did a grand. You, you were talking about semi transparent. Was it one coat or two? Semi transparent is was one coat and solids too. Solids too. So they went with semi transparent, like gray. You know, or I have no you don't idea. even know he they, he dealt with them on that. He'll be all right. No, no. They he they sent me the color number. Oh. It was a bare color. He'll he'll eat that and it won't be hard, believe me. <laughs> it's a, another gallon, maybe two if he oh, had some I, left I'll over. Oh, throw him another 100 bucks or something. Yeah, oh, that's God, all it's labor-wise it's nothing. You know what what's happening a lot now yeah. is not that I sell that many houses, but you know these buyers brokers, I think they try to be cute. So they try to get, you know, so I I choose my words very carefully. So I say things like, they ask, well, um, how about, you know, I get asked a lot, towel bars, mirrors, shit like that, which we don't put in because 
it's kind of an item that's custom. You know what I mean? Because I, when I used to, I used to put them in towel bars, toilet, toilet accessories, paper. right? Bathroom accessories, and you know, but there's a million varieties. So you don't offer them a package up front for that anymore? No. I thought you used that. You thought that no. used to be part of the package. I used well, I used to put them in. Right. Well, because they were 100 percent spec houses. You never had a buy. Oh. You're They're saying, all 100%. Spent. Oh, all right. But you do, and then the bare minimum that you have to put in for appliances is the fridge, the no. stove, and the microwave? I put a stove. Well, the stove is mandatory. You have to have a stove in to By get By code, yeah. But I put the stove, I put a double oven in. Every house gets a double oven now. Wow. people go crazy. They love it, right. My wife went crazy, and she doesn't care about anything. Are you still doing... Granite tops, or you, did you move over to quartz yet? Granite's everywhere. Yeah, I know. It's actually getting out of vogue, but that's fine. I guess that I, the, woman over, the, the, the woman in the house next door did onyx, which I always thought was a gem. Yeah, there's onyx and this. quartz. But that looks quartz. white. It looks like white marble, kind of. Yeah. Same with the quartz. It doesn't come but in many different... She's got the ways. ugliest fucking cabinets I've ever seen. And have you moved from the dark wood cabinets back to light yet? Because it looks like that's going on a lot, too. I love white. it. What you put... White. You do white. No, 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 oh, no, okay. no. But I white's back in vogue, isn't it? White is in. It's crazy. I'm not doing white. Even with dark marble tops, they got white fucking cabinets. I'm not putting fucking white cabinets. And are you in the still doing house. stainless, or is it black, or that black? You see that black stainless they got now? That's fucking wild. That's what my parents got. What do you mean, like the, on the fixtures? No, the fucking appliances. No, there's a. It's called black stainless, and that's kind of getting in vogue now. Hey, let me have a. Give me two. Uh, well, somebody's got to stay in front of the fucking microphone. You know what I mean? The Get bottom me true out of there, Al. The bottom line is, is you you offer a nice package and people buy your houses, but you're not do, but you're not doing bath accessories. I'm talking about the well, whole no. package of the house. So what I said is, I got a guy that's very reasonable. He'll put in all of your stuff, and I didn't give Scott, him. A, is it? No, no, Bob Malone. Oh, beautiful. That's who you. Because I got Bob Malone back. Yeah, yeah. That's that's who you want putting that shit in. Bob Malone got the blower door test to pass. Because he said to the guy, "Oh yeah," he said to the guy, "This fucking thing's passing today." (laughs) (laughs) So did he walk around with a tube of fucking foam or caulking or whatever? More than that. What else? They did some shit to get it to pass. The guy helped him out though. Yeah. Told him what he needed to do. Well, they did. Have to run over to Home Depot and get some shit. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff cardboarded up apparently. Oh well, that's cool, but. We don't want to get into that. No, all right. Well, hey, there's a way around everything, Joe. But it passed. Oh, my God. So it's Listen, fucking ridiculous. Grab dude. that duct tape out of your toolbox and fucking... <laughs> the... Uh, what was I talking what about? What a bunch of bullshit, I haven't by the seen way. The, what you're talking about. The black. I mean, they've had black stainless for a long... Well, I don't know. what It's black. They've had black. I know what you're talking... I know what you're thinking. It's... A darker stainless, and it's got a brushed finish, and it's fucking gorgeous. Next time you go to my the parents. The light fixtures now have I could a, be calling uh, it the wrong thing. You know, there's light fixtures. My, see that light yeah. trim right there? Yeah. It's not black. That's some sort of fucking. Dark brown. Pewterish fucking brush thing. Right. That color. 
No. See, when I did my house, I bought just fucking all kinds of lights because I didn't realize. Somebody told me afterwards, hey, you know, you're supposed to have a lighting theme. I mean, you're not supposed to have, like, fucking gold-colored shit here and then stainless over there. and You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to tell you right now what it's called. It's fucking called... There it is. It's the first thing that came up. Black stainless? I thought that's what it was called. That's what I call it, but it's fucking... I don't even know. You don't even fucking know! I don't know, man. Black oh, stainless. It's a matte finish. Oh, yeah. It's called Slate. It's a slate finish. Oh. It's a matte finish. I bet it's etched. I don't know what it is. I it's, bet it's... Is it chemically etched black? It's got to be, yeah. It, but it's... But you can't, like, take your fingernail and get the paint off. No, not at all. And it's not shiny like enamel. No, it's literally a matte finish. I know what it is. It's beautiful. It's a... It's, it's chemically etched. Okay. Because they used to do it on... I had a... But it's chemically etched stainless? I don't know whether it's it's probably stainless. Yeah, I think it is. But I had remember my uh, the last sport bike I had, which I got rid of a long time ago. Mm. Kawasaki, right? No, no, it was a Honda CBR Double X. I do remember that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything on it was black, and the wheels were they were stainless. No, they were aluminum, but they were etched black. Mm-hmm. So there's a chemical etching pro- process that they do. I don't know whether it's like, if it's electroplated, yeah. like chrome is, yeah. but it's fucking black and you can't scrape it nah, off. And it's beautiful and it, and it looks beautiful. And when you put your hand on it, and it's funny, like you said about your fingernail, because not that I tried to scratch it, but I got this thing. It's a little bit of OCD. I used to have a kind of severe OCD as a younger person. I got over it. But when I when I find a new hard surface, I have to flick it with my fingernail to see how it feels. And when you flick this with your fingernail, you know, like this, you go like this to it. Yeah. Just to see how it feels. I don't know why I do that. It's got the fucking coolest feeling. <laughs> it's well, pretty cool. I bet there's no fingerprints on it either. No the zero. S- the stainless gets covered with you fingerprints. Don't have to wipe it down ever. I mean, you probably should if you you know you got little. Fucking five-year-old immigrants living there or something. And I, I but. fucking hate with a passion. I hate um, stone, any kind of stone countertop. I hate. I, well, I oh, don't, you don't I like the marble. I think they, they. It looks wonderful. They're fucking cold. They're cold. The quartz isn't, by the way, and I don't know why that is. And by the way, yeah, it is. Well, it's not as cold. And marble will stain with any solvent-based thing that gets on it. Not that you're going to be putting a marble fucking... Marble will. I don't know if granite gr- will. I'm sorry. You're right. Marble will. Granite won't. And Marble's, quartz won't. Marble is softer than yeah, granite. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Fucking, Granite's very hard. If you put... However, sir, there's, there's a shitload of different granite. If you put... And you can stain it. You know, like those jug, gallon jug bottles of paint thinner? If you put one of them on a fucking granite countertop, it will leave a ring and never go away. <laughs> a fucking paint. I have my original black Formica. Formica, baby. Countertops. 
in my kitchen and baths, Listen. and I believe they're going to stay like that for ever. Well, I did some work. Although you, you did know, do all upstairs. that other work up there, yeah. We covered the floor. We put the fucking flooring down. New floor everywhere on the first floor, right? Yes. Every square inch. Right over hardwood. Fuck it. That's what I did with my parents' house. Hardwood over hardwood. Well, if you're going to have fucking dogs. Right. So I got that vinyl. Some, I let Patty pick it out because I don't care. Right. I mean, I, I, I'd have fucking sheets hanging up over windows if I didn't have a wife. Yeah. I mean, I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> I'm like, I, what are you I doing? Am, She's like, I'm buying curtains. I'm I like, am. Gla- although, you I know, I do get into things. Like making that little, uh, making that thing where the little fucking uh, gas fireplace is. Right. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. And I think that living room, the way she did it, because I where I took the wall down, I think that was that was needed, you know. Nothing wrong with some open space, man. Well, no, I mean it. It's because when I put the uh, when I built this whole fucking you know the hell's half acre here with the pool in the back and the fucking cabana and and I put the slider right where two double mullion windows were, it just turned that room, which used to be the dining room, into a hallway, basically. Right. So it was just a 14-foot-wide hallway. Right. And, I mean, we had a couch on either side. It was just sort of ridiculous. Right. So I had to take the wall out in the front, kind of like I did it, you know, well, I did it at Paul's house as part of the, you know, I think that house was... His brilliant. opened the other way, by the way, towards the fireplace. He still had the the knee wall. He has a towards, knee wall. Yeah, where he has millwork. He's whether, got millwork there. There's I don't a desk. know if that was his choice or I had already done it. I think I did it. Whatever, but it, there's millwork there. It's a de- it's cabinetry he, and a desk. I want to say he bought that. I think it was fucking sheetrocked. Yeah, you thought you were going to live there. Then again, no, because he chose the siding. He wanted wood clapboards. So it wasn't sheetrocked. So I wonder if it was framed. Yeah, but you could have had it sheetrocked and, oh, because you can't fucking sheetrock it without you fucking can't, siding on You can't do on. the wiring. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You actually can't get a wiring inspection until the house is sidewalled. Right, right. Oh, which reminds me, I'm glad I just said wiring because I need an electrician to go do some work. Do you have more than one electrician working for you now, or did you find a guy who you trust? And no, like, I got a... I got a um, I never got back together with old Dave, huh? Dave's wonderful, but Dave good guy. went, and there is a weird line, and you and I have discussed this, when you, when you cross down, and I don't know whether it's Kingston or Plymouth, but there's a line where you go north and everybody pays fucking $5 more a square foot for freight. I think it's probably exit 10 and up. And they just pay out the ass. Yeah. And if you get some work up there and then you, you come get back taste, here yeah. and you go, well, I need to charge you this. And I'm like, I can't pay that because everybody else around here is paying... There's a weird thing. By the way, that's why I think Plymouth, the, our town, as much as it's a, it's famous and it's a wonderful place to live. Oh, it's wonderful. Is 
still the fucking hood compared to... Well, you wouldn't know it from rent prices because rent in Pluck and Plymouth is as high as anywhere the fuck else right now. Well, it's not like California. Well, I'm talking about Massachusetts. You know what I mean? What's my electrician's name? I, I don't know. I never met him. His name's Rob. Rob me nutsack. I still got Rob Burkett's cell phone number, and I wonder if it, I wonder if it has his message. Oh my god, that's fucking, that's morbid. Rob Bocon. Oh yeah, I know Rob. That's awesome. Yes, Rob's the best. Rob's a good. By guy. the way, I go way back musically with him. He he probably doesn't even know that you and that I used to be your painter and I'm that your pal. If you ever get a chance to talk to Rob, I do. I does I he like know Rob. that you and I are pals? I don't know. Me I don't and Rob think so. go way back, man. That's a good guy, by the way. By the way, I'm not quite sure what's going on under that bandana. Uh, he says that it's a full lush fucking head of hair. He had a brother that was he wears, like my age. That was he's out dead. Of his mind. Brian, yeah, he's dead. And I don't know what happened to Brian. The last time I saw Brian, I bumped into him downtown at a bar, and he asked me to drive him to High Point. Because he was fed up. So I brought him to High Point, and they said, we don't have a bed. Go to the emergency room. And I brought him to the emergency room, and they took him in, and he looked at me, and he said, thanks, big man. And that was it. I knew, I knew that guy, Brian. He, I, I just remember he had the demons. name. He was kind of like out of his tits. Hey, he had demons. He liked his drugs and alcohol. Yeah, but and more than us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not because we we didn't end up not dead. Bla not bla you know how Rob's a sharp guy. Yes, Brian d did not inherit the sharp gene in that family. You know what I mean? Yes, he wasn't blessed with a lot of brain power. God, Rob's, look, rest in Rob's peace. Rob's a good guy. Just Rob's awesome. And by the way, Joe, a talented fucking musician. Like a wonderful guitar player and a really good bass player. I think he prefers to be thought of as a guitar player. But I've been around him as a bass. He's one of these guys. And he sings his ass off, too. I never did a project with Rob. I always kind of wished we would. But he's a great guy. And I don't know what's going on under that bandana, Rob. But <laughs> I do like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Because he's really... He's a genuine individual. He's a nice person. And he's... he's he sounds like he had a like some fucked up shit going on with his marriage and shit, but he's take he he's got his daughter. You know, he's got his daughter, and I think his marriage was a long, long time ago. He had in a couple other long relationships in there. I think at least one. I don't know. Who knows? I w I wish him well. I, he's the best. I I wish I could bump into him here. That's awesome. He uh. When I did the band, the the band with Scott in the '90s, Mesh, the yep. metal hardcore band, we were hanging around with Rob a lot. We did shows with his band, one of his bands. He had a really, really, really like a real band, like a real cover band. We used to get paid a couple grand to pl play down at like uh, what is that place called, Puffer Bellies or something? I yeah. He used to play there, and they would get paid like two grand to play all hair metal fucking act and he played original music too 
But yeah, no, he's a talented dude. And it, uh, from what obviously he's a talented electrician and I'm pretty I think the dude is doing the landlord thing too. I think he's got property. Yeah. I think he has property. Al is an awesome drummer. I I said Al Capozzi says you're a great guitarist. And a cool dude. Yeah. I said, he's my podcast partner. I just mentioned your name, and he couldn't say enough good. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I've never, ever had anything, never fucking heard him say a bad thing about another person either. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys. He'll bite his tongue rather than say something negative. I, lo- I love that guy. Jesus. Rob, get down here. Let's have some sex. You know what I mean? We have to get a room with his flowing brown black locks under that bandana. <laughs> so, what do you need him to finish something up for you? I need him to start something. He did the two houses down on Old Sandwich Road. Yeah. Do you remember how you ended up hooking up with him? Did you look in the phone book? I think Scott Busy Guy knew him. Oh, okay. From somewhere. That makes perfect sense. Scott's a Plymouth guy. Rob's a Plymouth guy. Makes perfect sense. Oh, my God. Have we heard from Scott? What's going on there? Is he, Scott. Uh, is he falling off the face of the no, planet? No, Scott's yet? doing pretty good. He's not. Oh, really? He's sort of like. Hi, Scott. We know you're listening. Sorry we use your last name. He's got into this Zen mode where he just doesn't give a fuck, but he just goes to work. Good. Like he's not going crazy and he's not totally normal. He's just sort of like. Is it. he still with the wife? Yes. All right, good. That's good. I just, I feel bad for him because he's just. Look, I don't like seeing anybody in any kind of. Uh, Pain, you know this anguish. It's, it's really hard to get yourself out of, you know, like fifty grand could change his life. <sighs> you know, there should be a place where you could, like, once in your life, you can go and you can get fifty grand. Right at the Oracle, <laughs> and you can't fucking do it until you're like thirty-five or forty. Right until it's you can go and just get the. They call it. The 50 grand. But you have had to have been fairly productive up until that point. Right. Right. And then you just have a fuck. Just need a break. Just need a break. Yeah. You need, because he's like, he can't get ahead. I know. He can't get ahead. He can't get it. He's got a mortgage. So, I mean, it's always like the fucking phone is off. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. You know, because he had to pay the fucking electric bill. And he'll never, ever, ever get enough money to pay the registry what he has to pay to get his license back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, Al, these fucking parasites, supposedly these are, you know, this is Commonwealth is us. Right. We're the fucking people. Who Who is... Who amongst us is fucking granting us the privilege to drive? You know, it seems like there's a it's a very small minority of people that are deciding what gets done. Right. And these fucking cockroaches make it impossible. They make it so expensive they, they can't get their fucking license back. And if you can't get your license, how are you going to go to how work? How are you going to get to work? Right. You know, it, so it's just this, you know, it's this fucking draconian, uh, you know, oh, we got to be really, you know. Meanwhile, someone can text message and fucking run over 25 people in, 
you know, you'll get a slap on the wrist. Well, I don't know about that God anymore. forbid if you have three beers and you drive home. I'm telling you whose fault it is, Joe, and that's the Massachusetts State Police. Well, the Massachusetts State Police should all be lined up and summarily executed. And fucking in the back of the head, where the, whereupon they fall face first into the pit, and then... You know what? I'm going to let you no, no, not fill in the, the back pit. Of the head, just like they used to do to the Jews. Oh, I thought that was a back of the head thing. No, they used to shoot them. They'd stare right, right at them and shoot them, and then they'd fall into the pit. That's awful. Well, I guess they did it both ways. Yeah. I mean, Maybe they, they did, gave them a choice. They did have six million to kill. So and they didn't sure gas they did. every one of them. Because <laughs> you don't want to waste all that gas either. You know. Jesus. You know. You think about the numbers. There's a movie I've watched it a couple times, and it's called. Uh, it's got. Um, who's that guy? That he was married to that woman. Liam Neeson. No, no, no. He's married to that. Uh, the Eng- he was married to that English woman, Emma Thompson. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. The, I know who you're talking about. He's the guy who does all the Shakespeare shit. Kenneth Branagh. Come on, Kenneth Branagh. Come on. And they did. There's a movie called. It's it's about the fight. Kenneth Branagh. Are you telling me they're not married anymore? That's sad. Oh, they haven't been married in a long time. Oh, that's sad. But both of them are great. Great actors. Actor, actresses, whatever the fuck. Great actresses to both of them. She could use a boob job. Solution. Although I haven't seen her in much lately. She must have hit the wall. Because, you know, she was semi-pleasant to look at and a good actress. I'm pretty sure she hit the wall. Conspiracy. You should watch this when you get home. I've heard of it. I won't be watching it tonight, but I might watch it Saturday night. You all right? Conspiracy is a recreation, supposedly, of the the meeting between all of the various... You got to talk and type. Um, I'd like to say I told Rob he should come on the podcast. He should. That'd be fun. He's a lot. He's fun. He's smart. He's funny. That'd be great. You could talk about work. Talk about music. Talk about. He probably got a couple good Gus stories. Not that he works for him. I bet he knows Gus. <laughs> Just put. Do you know Gus? <laughs> They're both knows, North Plymouth guys. Knows Gus. Yeah, he's a North Plymouth guy too. You know, he'd probably be like, "No, because I'd never work for that motherfucker." <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm too smart for that. Not that Gus is looking to hire anybody smart. You know, Gus is in a bad way. Oh no, with with the Stein Building, because there's been no action no, on no, that. No, What's no. going he's on? In a bad way. Tell me. Well, Gus is health. He's doing a lot of uh, up the nose shit. Oh yeah, he always does. I've no, seen no, no. But I mean, he's like uh, worse know. than ever. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. He's gonna kill himself. The fuck is he thinking? He's know. closer to sixty than and he, he is anything. He talks about he's like giving all. He's signing all of his shit because Gus owns fucking everything, and he's signing all his shit over to his kids. Yeah. His wife Lori is one of the sweetest women I I've ever met, and she was married to him for. You know, 25 years. Yeah. They've been together forever. Yeah. And she was his fucking rock. Because Gus is insane. Uh, technically, literally, uh, clinically, yes. A fucking genius. 
I don't know whether he's a genius or he's, he's just a really good businessman. He's a very good businessman. And he's man. also not afraid to get his hands dirty, which is a weird combination. Well, he's the hardest working motherfucker he I've ever... He works very hard. I mean, that... When he was doing... We were building this subdivision. I'll never forget. It was like New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, he didn't and give I a fuck about the, that. Heard the, his truck... Yeah, he knew no burr, one else would be working. He's digging a fucking foundation. Remember hole. I told you with the Stein building? He knocked that thing down at 7 o'clock on July 3rd because it was a Friday. Everyone was gone. Right. And July 4th, he was knocked the rest of it down. You know what I mean? The next day. The guy next door. Oh, it's the best. So, by the way, there's still a hole in the ground there. There's nothing going on. There. He doesn't. No, that's the way. He'll leave that forever. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Because he owns it outright and it doesn't owe him a, p- a penny. No. And fuck him. Yep. You know, what are they going to do to him? <laughs> right. They don't know what to do with them. That's the thing. It's beautiful. He torches those fucking people. But he's... I, I haven't... I used to hear from him on a regular, irregular basis. Yeah. And I got to call him. But I'm worried about him. Because Dan sees him more than I do. Is Dan plum for him? Yeah. Okay. Because Dan... So Dan deals with Augie, and I asked Dan how... Wow, Augie's still around, huh? Well, Augie does, you know, Augie's kind of running the construction stuff. I get it. But Gus is still there, but Dan's still He's like how you would love Bob Malone to be or if Chris worked out or whatever. He's boy, all the time. Like, just all the time. So I've seen him do it in a store. Like a couple months ago, you see him in his co- in his truck, yeah, and he does it right Dan in the truck. Says, you know, and Dan's, you know, I've I know I've known Dan for so long. I know what Dan is saying. Right. You know, when Dan says something, it might sure. be nothing to somebody. No, nah, but you know Dan speak. Yep. I know Dan speak. So Dan said, you know, he was when it for the first few months after they broke up. You know, he was fine. He seemed like he was like dating some people and. But now he's just sort of like he's signing everything over to his kids, and he yeah. says, "Yeah, fuck it, I don't care what happens to me." So did she stay in the house, and he and he moved into an, like a little house he built, or did he well, move her into another house? No, I think he's still in, on uh, Hall Street. No, he's not. He was. He hasn't been on Hall Street for years. Oh, I thought he still owned it, and he might have moved back. He does. There. There's a house that he started building before we did this. The housing in this subdivision. At Grafham. Would you stop fucking trying to finish my sentences, you uh, asshole? I'm trying to no, get you to be coherent. Grafham, there's a house on Hall Street, corner of Hall and Standish Ave, that was started before this subdivision. I know what you're talking about. Okay. And that was supposed to be his house. Okay. And for years, Laurie was like, would you please finish? Like, I mean, two years ago, the thing... Didn't have a front door in it. Right. You know what I mean? That house apparently is finished, and that's where everybody's living. She and the kids. Okay. And I think he is over. He owns most of Braley Lane. Yep. Yep. Owns everything. Okay. So he's still over there, I believe. Okay. You see how these lights are kind of twinkling? It's weird. It's weird. It's my surging going on. You know what it is? If there's not a, 
It doesn't know how to handle these very small loads. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, because these are like seven watts a piece. Sure. And it's like, I don't know what to fucking do. Right. You know, because it's kind of making power instantaneously. Right. And trying to make all the loads. Loads. So at any rate, the film Conspiracy is based on transcripts that were found about a meeting on this gorgeous lake house that was owned by a Jewish person. Stinking Hebe. Yeah, that was taken away from him, and they discussed what to do about the Jews. How are we going to... We got... And it is horrifying and fascinating at the same time. And, you know, well, can we shoot them? And there was a a guy there that was like a major or something. A major. He wasn't a colonel. He was, he was, maybe he was a colonel. I don't know. He was a light colonel, something. And he's like, well, my men and I have, we've shot 40,000, you know, think about it, 40,000 people. And 40,000 is is, uh, you know, 50,000, one-twentieth of a million. Yeah. So he's like, my guys are fucked. They're, they're f- you know, from killing people. Yeah, right. That'll weigh on you. Like, think about how long it would take to shoot. For- You'd have, you need 40,000 bullets. It's a lot of bullets, man. And. Don't they come in box? That's a thousand, four thousand box. I think they come in boxes of 40, actually, if I remember. Yeah, well, I mean, they had, I don't know what the Germans had, but they Although, had, you know, the U.S. What? had ammo bombs. And let's face it, they don't just put one in it, people. You, they put two. <laughs> well, they'd shoot them over a fucking ditch. And then and shoot them again once they hit. Well, they'd sort of bury them alive. Ugh. It was fucking nasty. So that didn't work. And they were talking about, in Poland, there were two points, like 2.7 million Jews. Mm that they had in concentration camps, and they're like, you know, how are we going to kill these people? Mm. 2.7 million people. That's a lot of people. And this this is where they literally... You know, this is an untold story, because I've never seen it, but, like, the people that made the ovens, I want to say the company's, like, still around. Oh, yeah. Like, like I think it's called Bookie Egg. And they like peak they literally <laughs> designed it so that you could stick bodies in, and at a certain point, like they'd slide down, and they would dry out enough so that they would just burn on their own. Right. So the fire would would just stay. It would just burn forever right. as long as you just keep feeding the bodies in. Right. And it would. They could. So at Auschwitz, they could kill 2,500 people a day. And for some reason, I'm thinking that I'm I'm missing, either missing a zero or I'm missing a, uh, like it was 2,500 a shift or something. But they could kill a lot of fucking people a day. They'd gas them, and then they'd throw them and burn them up in the oven. And there was fucking ash coming out, you know. 24 yeah. 7. Yeah, right, right, right. And uh, I've never seen a documentary on like the 
you know, the people that made the ovens and shit and the people that actually designed mm. literally had to sit sit back and engineer say, them How motherfuckers. We engineer it so that it you know, we you gotta get it hot enough and then going and we wanna burn consistent and you know, and the Germans are fabulous engineers. Yeah, right. Make really good stereos. But they, they just, used to they anyway. just every once in a while get out of their fucking minds. Like, you know, World War One and World War Two. Right. So it's just it's uh you know, you're working on this thing and you're like trying to solve this problem about how we're gonna get rid of these bodies. Yeah. Of all these innocent people that we're killing. It's horrifying, man. It is. It's fucking... That's why I'm so pro-Israel. Any, anybody that says, oh, the poor Palestinians, fuck the Palestinians. Yeah, right. Fuck them. You know what? The Jews... Are, Jews have the oldest religion in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's year like, I don't know, 5,800 if you're a Jew. If you, you know, you're a real, you're a real Orthodox Jew. Like, yeah, like a so fucking bagel eating. If you want to go bagel and lox eating Jew, I don't even know. I don't even know if that's old. No, I know. But if you want to go back, who really owns that land? It's the Jews. Yeah, that land's the Jews. You know, the Palestinians can go. Oh, well, we had this land for years. Well, you didn't have it before. The Jews and, had it before. And you. guess what? You don't have it now. So shut up. Allah came around in fucking six hundred. <laughs> A.D. Yeah. So you're out of luck. Yeah, fuck off. So if you want to lob 1,500 fucking rockets into Israel, which they shoot every one of them down, and then they kill a couple hundred of you, and then they cry about it. Right. And they go, well, but we didn't kill anybody. Yeah, well, you tried. You can't. You you tried. Right. And you didn't do a good job, and now... They go and, and they now we're going to prevent you from trying again. So just stop it so we don't have to waste our fucking defense missiles. <laughs> I don't know what the solution is over there. I oh, believe no. it's called the final solution, Joe, the final which solution. is what we were just talking about. It's a it's a real uh, it's a real irony. Yeah. Is, that, is that a true irony? I would Probably, I mean, I would have to analyze a little bit too. from a literary a paradox or an irony. Because it's more of a paradox than an irony. I think you got that right, but it's, it's still ir- it's slightly were the, ironic. We're the victim of a genocide, right? And a really good solution. The only the solution is genocide. To fucking kill them all. Yeah, that 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 would work. So it's probably irony. And, I, and they, I don't understand what the plan is. Uh, this is what seventy years. Nobody now? can come up with a plan. Well, that Jared Kushner is supposed to have a, been working on a plan. I'd like to see it, Jared. Let's go. Jared put together a, a really good crime bill that went through. Did he? Criminal. Who uh, sponsored crime, that? Uh, was it sponsored in the House or in the Senate? I think in the House, and it was sponsored by Democrats and Republicans. Oh no, shit! Good. And it was criminal justice reform. See right there, that's Trumpy fucking working his magic, man. Look, as Jared's a cool dude. Well, yeah. Jared's dad went to jail, and Chris Christie put his dad in jail. Right. And they're all pals. I don't think they're that close. Trump uh, loves Chris Christie. I don't think so. 
Trump was calling them fat. Well, they. Oh, really? I thought they all at least get along. No, they get along fine. I think Chris Christie. What happened to Chris Christie is this. Steve Bannon tells it. Oh my God, he'll be back. By the way, Steve Bannon tells it quite well. He says everyone thought Hillary was going to win, and it was time to find out who your friends were. Yeah. Now, the thing that people don't understand about Trump is if you're loyal to Trump, Trump is fucking brutally loyal. Oh, yeah. So, Bannon looked at Christie and said, okay, we're getting on the plane. Plane's leaving. You see how these lights just... Yeah. Eight o'clock is the magic... It goes from oh. all the power beforehand was solar. It's fucking 8 o'clock straight up. And now we're back to, this is grid. That's wacky. I wish I could get the power as good as the grid. It's just You'll figure it out, flickery. dude. You'll figure it out. So at any rate. Um, That's why everything went kablooey. Everything was running on that earlier, right? Every, well, I've been fucking around with it, too. So all there's right. been lights off and lights on. That's probably what happened to the software. It is what happened. So, I mean, Bannon said Christie didn't get on the plane because he thought Trump was going to lose. That's why Christie didn't get appointed to anything. Right. And he was forgotten, you know? Um, Bannon's an interesting cat. He's going to be around for 2020, dude. He's going to probably not be his Uh, campaign manager. You know what he's doing? He's over in Europe. Trying to fucking make uh, nationalist fucking candidates work out. Well, it's economic nationalism. Yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. Because everybody wants to call them, you know, people want to... Populist. Populism. Yeah, the lunatics want to, well, it's populism and nationalism. Yeah. And then they want to put it back to, well, the fucking Nazis were nationalists. Fucking bullshit. They're communists. No, the the Nazis were nationalists. I know, I get it, I get it. And fascists. Fascists, right, right, right. But they weren't... So we don't have a fascist government. Far from it. Uh, even if the president, even if you think the, you know, and, and I'm so tired of. Oh, by the way, and oh, I want to say this: I have a fucking fabulous idea. Cool. I am gonna be. Here's what we're gonna do. All right, we're gonna do an interview show. Great, and. We're going to do this with video. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to become... I'll give you an example. I record uh, W. Kamal Bell's show on Sundays. I know who you're talking about. And he's got... uh, Enemy of the people, W. Kamal Bell. uh, United Shades of America is his show. He's an enemy of the people. And I watch the show, but W. Kamal Bell... Hates fucking white people. Well, I just said he's an enemy of humanity. No, I think he's just. But what I want to do, he's is a cunt. I'm gonna be W. Kamal Bell, and I get to be me, and you get to just interview, and I'll just we're gonna go back and forth. Oh wow, that's interesting, isn't it? You think you can pull that off? But I'm gonna talk just like this. I'm not gonna put a fucking. I got I'm not you. putting blackface. But on. you think you got enough? De- it's not even devil's advocate in you. You got to really be familiar I'm with what he's ta- what he's, where he's at. W. Kamal Bell. Oh wow! And it's going to be funny. I'm going to have to read up. Entertaining. I'm going to prepare for that. By the way, 
So we're gonna I do will that. Prepare for that. But I, there's a fucking shitload of people that I can do that on. All right, hold on. Al's idea, uh, Joe's idea. Al interviews. So I'm gonna say, hi, I'm W. Kamal Bell. I hate white people. Well, yeah, but he would never say that. No. But I'm gonna say, uh, this is what I think. I think that. By the way, what's W stand for? Wu Tang. I don't know. What the fuck? Wigger. It's not. <laughs> it's not William. Maybe it's Wig. That Afro is really a fucking wig. See, Yo, what's man. interesting is W. Kamal doesn't want black people He's the enemy put of into the a people. group. I don't think. Although, well, unless, it, unless it serves him well. Yeah. Right. Then, Unless that then, whole group is getting reparations, he doesn't want them to be viewed as a right. group. So you want to you want to celebrate the individual. By the way, W. Kamau, I'm with you. Black people have a gripe, but the, you are absolutely. a cunt. He is a cunt. Yeah. And, however, and he does this a lot, and it's starting to hurt my... Because I like the show. The show's interesting because he yeah. goes to some interesting places, but he's got too much... He's too angry about it. You know, he's, and he says, you see white people? So he's trying to individualize black people unless it benefits to have a group. Yeah. But he puts all white people into a group. Of course. And I think that would be a fascinating angle because we can do shit like, so you, do you see black people as one big Monolith, or do you see black people as you know just a? Oh no, I I see black people. They they're all individuals. How about white people? So why do you say black people? Yeah, right. Why don't you just say people? People, and then there's people of color. And why do you say white people? What does white people mean? That's kind of fucking the lobing that, them into a group, isn't the it? The guy that is. Does the guy working in a fucking coal mine in West Virginia? Whose family never owned a slave, who came here from you know he was from Irish descent and got here in the 1800s. Does he have white privilege? Yeah, of course he does. Well, of course, and I'll and I'm going to do that. I'm going to say and and then you can dismantle my argument and I'll help you along the way by saying the saying things. And I think it would be funny and fascinating to do it. You know what I mean? And I'd right. have to stay sober and do it. But I mean, you know, we're talking like 45 minutes an hour. Yeah. And we'll put it up on YouTube and see if we can get some fucking see if we can get some So you're going to wear like a fucking wig and everything? No, That'd be no, great. No, no, no. I I the, the You don't have to put blackface on, but a wig with those glasses. I think you're, the key is not to you don't want to go down that road where you're looking like you're being a, a racist. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say, I'm W. Kamal Bell. I'm not going to try to speak. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. want to put an afro on. Although I thought of the it's afro. It's not that would, racist, would be by funny. the way. It, it's funny. It's not racist. It's funny. I'm thinking about the afro. It's like if you were going to be, if I was going to interview as Trump and you put a wig on. That's not racist. It's funny. I mean, you can't do blackface, of course. No, no. That's racist. Although by I the was, way, I was thinking of doing. By the way, he's not black that. Hands. He's not that black. He's not that black. Hey, he's pretty black. He's not that black. He's not. He's not purple black. No. But he really is angry at 
white his people. mother. He's angry at his mother. He's angry. At, he's very angry with his parents. He's angry with his parents. Trump is a. He's a cunt. Trump is an absolute racist, according to him. Yeah, right. And I don't know where that is. It does that come from when he puts Mexicans in a group? It has no. Where's the racist? There's no. Trump's never said. Now, Trump doesn't... He has more black women homosexuals working in his fucking organization than any... Probably than Obama did. Than anybody. I'm not even talking about his government organization. I'm talking about his private enterprise that he's had up until a couple years ago when he got elected. Nobody's a bigger champion of women and black people and faggots than Donald. Trump doesn't give a fuck about... Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to say that. He doesn't give a fuck about that. He doesn't. He cares about merit. Merit. That Can you get it done? He was the guy. That and by the way, if you don't get it done, you're fired. He put that woman in charge. And of, I'll write you a good reference. Of building Trump Tower. Right. Her, whose name escapes me. She, what know. a tough broad. You yeah. would not want to fuck with her. Well, of course. And she got it done. She'll eat your fucking jugular She'll for eat you. eat your lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And just like Hillary, she'll so probably grind her mother's fucking trachea so for her on the Trump ground, is, too. It's not about... And this is why, if you don't understand Trump and you think that he's a racist, you've so got to think stupid. again. He's not a racist. He doesn't Less give than a, a racist. fuck. He cares about success. Yeah. People that are Winning. successful. Do you see how when uh, Kanye West comes in, Trump loves Kanye. Of course West. he does. And he really does love Kanye West yeah. because he's successful. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about Trump his music. Trump loved Mike Tyson. Used to ha- Of course. Trump and Tyson used to hang out. Yeah, right. Because he's a fucking Tyson was a success. Do you know who Trump used Tiger Woods. Do you know who Trump used to love except then he was a Hillary supporter? Trump used to love Howard. They don't really have I, a I think bad Trump relationship. Still loves he probably him. still likes him, but they're not really. On, he he he's not going to be. I guessing saw an interview anytime. with Howard with some douchebag, douchebizzle, and they were talking about Trump. Oh, Chelsea Handler? No, no. Recent? I don't know, but it was on YouTube. It was. It was a girl. Was I, it Lena Dunham? No, no, no. Douchebag, is it, are you talking about a girl or like a male liberal? <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Jesus, maybe it was Anderson Cooper. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because he did on his book, because he just got a book, which I got, by the way, which is not very good, I have to say. Don't buy it. No, it's I mean, okay. there's only but so much Howard. You he's done a, all his book is is a retread of his interview since he's been on Sirius. But yeah, he was on Anderson Cooper's show promoting his book. Is that what you saw? I think so. That was an excellent interview. It was excellent. But you know what was good about it is he wasn't beating up on Trump or anything. No, he said, he you know, beat look, up on Donald. he said he's, I would get him in here and and I would get him, you know, I'd call him Mr. Trump. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, that's what you saw. You yeah. Saw the, I would call him Mr. Trump because he likes to be respected. Yeah, and he yeah, likes yeah. to be... Right, that's what he said. And then he was a... F- and then he said he was a fabulous guest. He was, he was brutally honest. And... He says Angelina Jolie is a six. <laughs> Angel- Angelina Jolie is a six? I would say probably right about now she is. Oh. Because she's 47 pounds. She may not have a 
Who knows? I, I haven't heard about her in a long time. Trump likes successful people. Yeah, yeah. And he likes seeing people do well. Yeah. He, he's not one of these people that so, sees somebody do well and gets jealous. Somebody does. Am I saying this fucked up? No, you got to see somebody do well and then gets jealous about it. No, he, he loves care. it. He's he's nobody can out fucking work Trump. He right. Warren Buffett's got and more he money than it. Trump. But Trump would Trump already has something in his head why he's better than Warren. I Buffett. wonder if those guys have had dinner lately. Warren Trump, uh, Warren Trump, Warren Buffett voted for Hillary, by the way. Warren Buffett and Trump could not be any more different. Yeah, but you got to figure they got some shit in common. I know, but. And I don't think they cross. Warren Buffett's an investor. Yeah. Warren Buffett lives in fucking. Yeah, Trump's a developer, by the way. Developer and investor is different. You could say he invests in real estate, but he really develops real estate and tries to squeeze every penny out of the real estate that he develops. Buffett is not a New York City person. Right. He is a He's Omaha, Nebraska guy. Whatever that means. He lives there. Yeah, I know. Well, he just... The beauty of stocks, if you can be like Warren Buffett... You could do it wherever. You can do it from anywhere. Yeah, right. And he did it mostly from Omaha. Man, you could do it from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, <laughs> if you want. You know Omaha what I mean? Omaha makes sense to him. That's sure. What Warren said. Do you know if he was, was he, is he born and raised in Omaha? Or is that just where he ended up because it was quiet? I know nothing about Warren Buffett. Well, I'm going to. Did he have an autobiography yet? He needs to write one. He won't. I believe there's been about 5,000 books written about Yeah, but Warren did Buffett. he write one is all I'm saying. I don't think he's actually. Do you think he was born in Omaha, Joe? Yes. He was. Okay. I think he well, lived. That makes sense. I think he grew up in Omaha, but you know. So what? he just Omaha. had a knack for this shit. He did had, he do the whole college thing? Like, is he a degreed individual? Oh yeah, he is. Okay. Buffett is a. Uh, he's a smart guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's not doing shit by feel. He's probably got some spreadsheets that no one else is privy to. <laughs> even eighty-eight years old. Can you imagine grief again? He has the best doctors in the world, not necessarily the same best no, doctors you know that what Donald it is? has. Here's the thing about guys like Warren They don't Buffett. smoke, they don't drink, they don't eat fucking red meat. <laughs> Warren Buffett found something that he loves, he's amazingly good at. Yeah. He derives sexual and pleasure from it. makes from a lot it. of money. Do you, he, is his wife still alive? He's been with the same no. woman for fucking 70 years or something. No, no you don't know anything about I don't. Warren so, Buffett. oh, so is he? Is he getting some trim at least right now? Hopefully, <laughs> he's eighty-eight. So he's probably getting some trim, some young putty. He's eighty-eight. So what? He's fucking almost ninety. Guys can get it up at eighty-eight, man. I hope not that I'll ever be eighty-eight. Although I'm starting I'm to think fifty-five, and I don't fucking care about sex, dude. It's all I think about all day, every day. Really? Maybe I, don't I know. need some testosterone. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so at any rate. And I'm all hyped up. By the way, hi, Cat. I love you, baby. Hi, Cat. Warren Buffett was born in Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. So he's just an Omaha fucking guy, man. Good for him. But he loves, he loved, he fucking loves what he loves does. Loves what he does. Like with a fucking passion. Like the amount that Bill Clinton loves raping people. He, he fucking Warren, Buffett Warren loves, loves it. stocks. 
More than Bill Clinton loves raping. More? More than Bill Clinton loves raping girls. Warren likes stock picking more than Bill loves raping. And Bill Clinton... Loves raping people. Bill Clinton fucking loves raping. I mean, loves it. Yeah, yeah. He loves it. He thinks about it a lot. But Warren is just... uh, You know, you gotta love what you fucking do to be... Successful, like well, I mean, Warren's in a in a class by himself. Yeah, but he is a uh, he's a humble. Well, he's he's kind of a humble guy. He was married to a woman um, who died in two thousand four. Oh, okay, she's been dead a long time. But they were they got divorced. Uh, I don't nineties eighties. Oh, okay. And she went to San Francisco, but they. She literally hooked Warren up with a good friend of hers, and her name is Astrid Menx. So she's old. No, she's German, who takes care, I think. Oh, she cooks and cleans for him? No, they married. They got married in 2006. I'm looking at the Wikipedia thing. So she hooked him up because she couldn't. Warren was a diehard Republican. Okay. His wife was a San Francisco liberal. Liberal, okay. And brought a lot of See, this is where the I I'm for the, brought If you think like this, I made it. It's mine. It's my money. Fuck everybody else. And they can all die. Yeah. That's really that if you go to the if you go to the right, that's what the that's what the right thinks. I got my money, fuck everybody else. Let them die. I guess I'm not that far to the right. I might be way far to the right cuz I'm beyond that. So Warren Buffett was pretty much there and his wife said, "Look, not everybody cares about money." Yeah. But they have shit to offer. So if you ask Warren Buffett, well, what do you think about, you know, what should people do? Well, they should do what they like. Well, how about if what they like to do is, uh, you know, paint? And he said, you know, I'm really good at, I love doing what I do, and it also happens, and I'm good at it, and I also happen to, it happens to be something that's n- where you can make a f- Fucking shitload of money. Right. More money than you could possibly ever, ever need. spend or ever, ever need. need. And so, why can't someone else love making. Uh, why is money the, the, the dictator? Meaning, the only thing is, I mean, how much money you can make? It's just a way to keep score, I guess. He said, if you love painting and you don't care about money, that person shouldn't be fucking homeless. You know, and and Warren's, you know, so there's, you have to work. He's still of a mindset where you can't give shit away. Right. And I'm saying this, this is the gist I get after watching, I've never read a Warren book. I don't read. But I watched enough Warren. Well, you've read a Trump book or two. I read The Art of the Deal. I thought you read the one after that, too. Nah. No. So Warren likes... He, he sort of gets the liberal side of things. Yeah, sure. Meaning we should, be take, we should take care of our people. Yeah, sure. 
We should make sure people shouldn't fucking have their teeth falling out. Right. People should be able to get a fucking checkup if they need it and some medical attention. Yeah, sure. And it shouldn't be this. Look, we're in a real crazy situation now where I just heard this. You can, the 65 most, the 65 richest people in the world have more money than the lowest, than all of the, than half of the world population, the lowest income earners. I got you. Combined. So they have more, 65 people have more wealth than three and a half billion Billion people people combined. Yeah. There's something wrong with that. You think? Oh, fuck yeah. I think that's there's something really wrong. There's always going to be go-getters, man. Yeah, but the problem is is that this is what Obama tried to say, and I agree with him. We live in a country that was fought for by fucking by grunts, by cannon fodder. Children of of people of of little means who went off and fought wars like World War Two, World War One, um, you know, Korea, even Vietnam. I mean, it was a horrible kind of waste. But I mean, wars where, right. where civ- the the wars that the outcome of how the world would work, like World War Two, World War One, um, you know, where where it was it was going to be democracy or or a dictatorship. Um, Cold War with uh, with Russia built a playing field so that people like Buffett and all all the other people. And if you're amazingly good at making money, that's wonderful. Right. But not everybody is. And just because everybody's not, does that mean that they they're supposed to starve to death? Now that doesn't mean we have to tax you into fucking poverty, right? Because you're really good at making a lot of money. But at the same token, I, 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 there's not enough right now. Not everybody can live like us. Right. This is the problem with the crazy left. I'm not. You, you have to define it differently. You got crazy left, and then you have liberals. You and I are probably liberals. Crazy left is everyone should be able to live like like Nancy Pelosi is a multimillionaire. Yeah. And, but it, somewhere in Nancy's head, she believes that everybody should be able to live like her, except she knows everybody can't live like her. Right. There is not enough stuff in the world yet mm-hmm. so that everybody can live like Nancy Pelosi. The world, the average, when you average everything out, is thirty-four grand a year. Okay, that's, that's the world. That's the world. Uh, this is why you still need borders. When, when we get to a point when there's no more, there's no more, there's no scarcity of anything. Yep. Yeah. Like you could lay your hand, you can, 
There's TVs stacked at the fucking dump. And this also folds nicely into the AI discussion. There's, so keep going. There's fucking cell phone. You can walk down the street and pick a cell phone up out of the trash can and it fucking immediately, you open it and you go, uh, I'm Joe Brennan. This is my cell phone now. And you yeah. can call anybody and you can throw it in the trash and then yep. get another one the next day. Yeah. Um, food is just fucking everywhere. By the way. I'm Joe Beep. <laughs> so you just fucking, uh, I don't know, you cook food and just, uh, I don't know, the government sends you a fucking check and you just give food to people. Right. People walk by and they eat fucking food. Um, you know, when there's no sca- no more scarcity and the population tops out about right about 9 billion. Why is that the number? Because what they found is when you take people out of poverty they and start giving them, uh, not giving them, but they start to, uh, you know, have, have some... You know, semblance of... Stability. Yeah, some, stability, uh, sure. A place to live. Humanity. Uh, a, a jo- uh, not a job or a, some sort of a steady sort of life. Yeah. Um, they can have access to a doctor. Yeah. You know, shit like that. They stop having 10 kids. Sure. Because they have shit to do. And not they don't have to plan on half of the kids dying. Do you, do you uh, categorize the uh, ability or... I don't know if the ability... Bear with me. Do you uh, categorize... Yeah, the ability to, to get to a doctor and be seen as a universal human right? Like a natural-born human right? Just based on how you know we've developed as humans? Should everybody just be able to see a fucking doctor or is it not a financial transaction like it is? It, it's, a fa- it's a financial thing, but I'll way. put it another... I it's think a it's, service. It's a I service. It's a travesty that any human can't get medical attention. That all humans can't get it, right? Yeah. I'm with you. I I think there's but, but I also First of all, let we got to you got we still need to have borders and countries. This is why the Mexican thing doesn't work. How does that have anything to do with healthcare? I'm because, sure it folds into it eventually. No, I'm talking about like if you want to Look, Los Angeles has 60,000 homeless people. That seems low. All right, go ahead. It doesn't seem like a lot of people. Tell it's you, a lot of people. It's you, everybody in Plymouth, right? Where yeah, we live. It's everybody. Homeless. It's everybody. Everyone's homeless. They have fucking Skid Row. And we got a big-ass fucking geographical town. That's not now, that big a place. We got people pouring in over the borders. Democrats don't want to do anything about it. Because? People are pouring in over the borders because we've got the lowest unemployment rate in fucking 50 But why years. don't Democrats want to do anything about it, in a nutshell? Because they believe... There's a belief that these are left-wing lunatics, not liberals. I got you. Because li- you got to You still equate I'm, liberal with being a Kennedy liberal, by the way. Yeah, I'm talking about a liberal. A liberal person, but... Slightly who's, left of who's center. Fucking, a liberal is somebody who's left of center who can do math. Does liberal equal 
pro- progressive to you, or is progressive more like the lunatic? Left? Well, everybody likes pro- progress. Everyone loves progress. That's why I hate the fucking term progressive. I hate it. I yeah, hate it. I hate it. It makes it makes just the left wing lunatics seem such like thing they're is, the ones that are right. There's such thing as progression other than their definition of it. Correct. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Well, there's progress in the wrong direction. Yeah, let's like, get some fucking progress like, here, but let's go in the right and direction. Let everybody come into the country, and then we all can be poor. Right, right. We can all be poor together. Progressive with a capital P is bullshit. You have to... Look, the United States of America is a great place to live. Of course it is. 12 million fucking Mexicans can't be wrong. <laughs> and 100,000 a month trying to get in here. <laughs> yeah, right. They can't be wrong. No, you're right. It can't be a terrible country. They really want to get and, in here. And all the rest of us not leaving the country. So it's not and just Mexican- the 12 million Mexicans. It's the other 330 million of us who aren't looking to get the fuck out. No, nobody's way. leaving. Nobody's and, leaving. And we encourage people to go yep. and travel Alec, and leave. Alec Baldwin, you can leave. You can leave. You can go to Canada. Chelsea Handler, you can leave. It, even though you got nice leave. tits. Oprah or not Oprah. Lena I loved your television show, Girls. You said you wanted to go to Canada. You're, you're welcome to go. Go. Leave. Get out. Nobody's fucking looking to make a quick exit from the United States of America. But Nobody. Until, so this is the thing that's so frustrating. And when I'm, <laughs> when I'm W. Kamal Bell, we're going to discuss this. Because, you got to wear a wig. Because everybody, Kamal, thinks that keeping Mexicans out is fucking racist. Meanwhile, he is... A group thinker, and, and he puts black people into a monolith. And he puts white people into a monolith. And however, the oh, thing and by is, the way, you know who, Asian people as well. Do you know what? Do you know which group of people, if you want to talk about groups, illegal immigration from our southern border affects the most? Black people. Yeah, that's just logic. It's not even logic. It's just the truth. It's truth. It's statistical truth. It affects. Black people and it affects Hispanic people. Yeah, and poor white people. And poor white people. Yeah. It drives down wages. Yeah. You know who's more in favor of illegal immigration than the left wing lunatics? Right wing rich people. Oh, yeah, they love it. Chamber of Commerce. Oh, they love it. They want it too. Yeah. Because they want the fucking cheap labor. Which we see a lot of around here in the northeast of the United States. We have a fucking very high, uh, what's the word? Uh, oh shit. Not transgressional. Oh, like nomad fucking agricultural economy. You know what I mean? Not nomad. What's the word? I can't remember the exact term. The exact term. If I said the right term, you know what I'm talking about. We have people who. Come, Transient? Yeah, not eh, maybe. They come here to farm cranberries, and they are highly illegal, and that's the work that they do because they get hired for ridiculously low money. Anybody says anybody that says, "Oh, the illegals wanted will are willing to do the work that no American will do," should be immediately kicked in the cunt. And right in the cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in the cunt. Because no, you're you're not. Com- it's a not. You're that's not a complete sentence. Illegals are willing to do the work that American won't do for slave wages. Right. 
However, if you pay somebody 25 bucks an hour or 20 bucks an hour to pick fucking lettuce, you'll have a shitload of white people and a shitload of legal black people picking lettuce. What about, never mind picking lettuce, like our local economy now? You know a little bit about this through your, well, nephew, your nephew. You could fucking trim fucking pot plants for 20, 25 bucks an hour now. You know what I mean? You can. And let's face it, that's good for the economy. That's good for everybody. I believe Los Angeles, a sanctuary city, who, who's the mayor out there? Is it Garcetti? Oh, yeah. It's Gar- it's Gil Garcetti's son, by the way. Who's probably just a I'm gonna, fucking asshole. Oh, not, not just, just an asshole, a fucking dunce. Like, literally. Oh, he's stupid, too. Like, yeah. thick. Like, we're talking 80 IQ, Joe. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, right on the brink of dull. He, he can fucking smile. Right on the. Well, he oh, and Gavin Newsom. Who is the mayor of Los Angeles? I think it's it's uh, Eric Garcetti. Eric Garcetti, son of Gil Garcetti. Oh my God. And Gavin Newsom. He's three years younger than me. He can't be all that bright. Gavin Newsom, who who is a walking moron. How old? How old is Gavin? He's got to be a couple. Years. Oh, he's, he, oh my God! He's born this. He's my age. Yeah, he's younger than me. That's fucked, man. That's he's the problem with all this moron. shit. He's yeah. a moron. That's why I love that Trump's in charge. He's the same age as my dad. He was born in the same year as my dad. I love it. I love it. So I feel comfy. You got people like Gavin Newsom. If my you dad could be president. In, Gavin Newsom. The how how can you sit there and watch? Homeless people, you know, not do well and say, you know what we need in this city? More people. Right. More more people that don't know how to do anything. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. So you're in a city with 60,000 homeless people. Let's make it a sanctuary city and bring in a bunch of other people that got nothing too. Right. And then they can fucking stab each other for, uh, you know, to work for five bucks an hour. Right under the table because you can't work over the table in Cal in Los Angeles because it's got a minimum wage of fifteen bucks an hour. Right. So it's just uh, I think it's fucking craziness. Well, clearly it is. So you look at that California, see, and you know what, California, there's really rich people that live on the coast. Yeah, you've got to be, you've gotta be fairly. Like they said, San Francisco, if you make $300,000 a year, that's about where you can live like middle class-ish in San Francisco. Because yeah. the price of, you know, your if you own a place and, you know, the fucking taxes in California. I mean, if you're high income earners, pay 13% uh, income tax in California. Right. So California ain't the place where you want to go. If you're poor. Right. Um, it's also not the, well, I don't know, maybe if you're poor, if you have nothing. But if you're going out there to like, uh, unless you're in some corporate gig where you're making a lot of money, I don't think you want to go to California. Well, I mean. You're either going to be looking for a fucking, you got to be an actor. Yeah, you got to have a, a stick. Singer. Yeah. You got to have, you know. Well, first of all, if you're an actor or a comedian, you'd be willing to sleep on a couch. But I don't think you're looking to, 
Well, you're not looking to start a fucking upstart there. I don't know. I was in Los Angeles in the early 2000s, and I can't remember why. And before that, I was there in 1983, and I haven't been back. And I don't think anybody really cares if I haven't been back. Right. But it's to me, it's just a it's a sprawling jungle of madness. Yeah. Sprawling jungle of madness. I mean, it makes commuting to Boston f- here is horrible. Oh, but they got six lanes of fucking backed up traffic they got six forever. Lanes. There's people that spend three hours each way commuting out there. I mean, that's fucking insanity. Yeah, it sucks. Hey, I gotta, I gotta ask you one thing, because we're getting fucking, we're going here, and we're not adverse to a two and a half, three hour show, but yeah, I got, listen, I got shit to do. So. <laughs> I know you're not a Twitter guy. <laughs> no. But do you, I know you pay a little... Ki- I got kicked off of Twitter for some reason. Somehow I don't, I don't find that hard to believe. <laughs> so, the new Twitter darling. Have you seen this? No. And I just looked it up and I think, whatever. In his first day on Twitter, he had over 600,000 listeners. His second day, which was yesterday, is up to over seven, and today he's almost at eight or nine. OJ is on Twitter. Oh no shit! And his big thing is, I got a lot of people to get revenge against. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, yesterday somebody hacked his account, lit like legit hacked it. Yeah. And they were sending messages to all the fake OJ accounts, and putting a emo- You know what emoji is? Uh, it's like yeah. a little picture text thing yeah. of fucking daggers. <laughs> you know, like bloody daggers. Like, he's like I'm going to take care of you, but it's not OJ. It's just, it's just uh, it's such but an indication. But OJ's indica- probably cracking up about It's such it. an indication of what's going on with America and fucking the way people communicate. Well, there is a, there's a whole thing now. Look, th- this isn't, I'm not going to say anything that's surprising because I'm way behind on this shit. But yeah. You know, if we if we cared enough, we'd we'd do something that would get us uh, noticed. But I don't want to be famous. I've never wanted to be famous. Oh no, fuck I, that! I don't. I'm scared to do video because I, I used to want to be famous. What are you scared to do video because you're afraid people are gonna want to look at you too much? No, I'm afraid that I'm gonna scare people to death. Oh no, no, no. no. So, Joey, no. But the thing is, we're interesting looking. Yeah, we are. The thing is, there's. This is a new way to make a living, yeah. is to get enough social media followers. God damn, we had res- we had fucking designs on already figuring it out by now, but we haven't. Well, it's okay. We're not famous, Joe. We're not famous, and we're not consistent. We're not consistent, and we certainly haven't done anything stupid to get in the media. You should put up some more clips, though, you lazy I bastard. Know, I know. You're fucking so lazy. I am. I'm fucking wicked lazy. But there, are, I think this the W. Kamal Bell angle. Oh, it's so funny. I can't wait. I got to do some. I have to be prepared, though. You got to prepare, too, because you do. can't just I do. I fire can't off just responses it. that... But I think I can get. I think I can put myself. You got to figure out in, what you think you would really say. Not. I what, can put myself into into 
angry black mode. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to fucking do this. And this is going to be, a, it's not going to be a kind, it's going to be a kind of right special. Right. It's not going to be show number this 128. This is going to be a video. We're going to do this with video. And it's going to be a special. Because I think we can do this. I got to cl- gotta clean this fucking shithole up. We need a camera in that corner. We need a camera there. We need a camera in that corner and maybe one in that corner. We, we could do it. Well, I don't know how the switching works. How does it go from me to you? Do you follow what I'm saying? There will be a board like this. Okay? Here's what I'm it'll, thinking. It'll be a... Di- Joe, See it'll be bed? a digital... Bo- go ahead. See this bed? Yeah. This bed's going to go away. Oh, really? See these guitars and shit? It's going to be cleaned up. Oh. Amps, fucking 78 fingerboards here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm done here. Yeah. All my stuff. I got that. This thing's actually hooked up. Okay. Got to neaten that up somewhere. Yeah. Look at how it's plugged in right into that little fucking thingy there. Yeah, That's right. Fucking charm. It's like official. I can, I can go to the moon and fucking turn the power off at my own house. Yeah, right. So I'm thinking of taking this corner, yeah. moving us over into there. You and I are going to be sitting somewhere like maybe here and here. Yeah. So it's sort of... So listen to me. I'm telling you. What we're going to have kind is... Kind of Charlie Rose-ish. You're going to have a board that's tied into the cameras. And it's going to be a digital board. And it automatically sends a feed to the computer for a video feed with an audio feed because I'll send an audio feed out of this into the into the into the video board. How do you switch it from person to person? It automatically does it. So I told you I about it. Talking? There's an algorithm. Yeah. Okay. It, it's seamless. You don't even oh, need shit. a video editor anymore. Well, you can buy good I have a camera that I paid a hundred dollars for. It's yeah. A Kodak camera. Jim Schultz, my realtor. Yeah. Uh, I said, I need a video camera to do some... I was going to do some shit with it. This is year, This is like five, three Did years you ago. Buy, didn't you just buy a fucking... Uh, bought a drone. A drone lately, too? Well, I bought a drone because I pay a guy 150 bucks to take pictures, <coughs> aerial pictures of the houses. Yeah. So I bought the drone for 150 bucks. Right. And it takes... It's got a camera and it takes fucking pictures in 4K. Oh, or, nice. Or video in 4K. All right. And, and pictures in yeah, yeah, yeah. high resolution. Whatever, yeah. And you put your smartphone, it ties into your smartphone. Yeah. And that, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't launched it yet because I've been working on solar shit here. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So, by the way. But, yeah, I want to do, that will we're going to do it, baby. Like it. We'll figure it out. I've done the research on the video thing. I, the problem is is we're looking at a like a $500 investment to pull this off. So, 500. That's it. Oh, get out. It's not that much. No. I'll sh- I'll send you the link tomorrow. Cameras are fucking cheap. The cameras are cheap. Software is built into the fucking board. The camera board. It's okay. built in. It's crazy. So it somehow knows who's talking. Yeah, it's and it nuts. Goes, it's go to mic one, go to mic two. It's fucking science one, fiction. It's science fiction. Well, good. That's and what we need. And then when two people are talking or nobody's talking, it goes to another camera that both mics are, you know what I mean? It's just stupid. So we're going to set this 
join up a little bit better. Yeah, we're going to have a camera there pointed at me. We're going to have a camera there pointed at you. No, we're going to have no, one there and one there. It's all going to come here. We're going to be in this corner. We're gonna put a oh, we're going to move everything. We're going to put a curtain behind it. Oh, we don't have to do we're that. We're going to be like over here. If we can't you? put it... Sounds like a lot of work. Coming across here, oh. we're going to be in a little room. Okay, I got you. You know what I mean? We're going to have some sort of a background. We're going to cover that window. Hmm. We don't we need have to, to make do that, a, a cozy spot. Okay, so I got it. So it looks cozy. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? We'll work on it. We got another project. Hey, this has been a lot of fun. This yeah. is show 125, Joe. 125. We are one-eighth of the way to a 1,000 shows. <laughs> Yeah, we're not looking to do this for fucking, what's one and a half times eight? It's a lot. We're not looking to do fucking five years of this shit, but maybe we will. Hey, right? What do you mean? If we start, if we ever made any money at it, we'd continue to do it. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll probably fuck do yeah. it for four years Eventually, it'll no be money. Yeah. Listen, our original was two obligation years. to each other was two years, and we're both looking at it going... Yeah, two years is a couple months, and uh, we haven't November raised any. Or, uh, November any or August? Well, we launched in November. No, we started in August, but we launched in November. We started in August. So I got to go from the launch. Date. You got to go. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, hey, I'm Al. That's Joe. Together, we do a podcast called Kind of Right. And listen. You motherfuckers over Afghanistan and Australia and fucking Belgium, tell somebody about us. And yeah, you asshole over there in Nashville, San Jose, Mountain View, California. Hey, you know what I'm thinking? Tell a friend. I, I'm thinking that these are all virtual private networks. Yeah. And nobody listens. Does, no, there's just nobody. Nobody's from where you see they're, where they're from. That would make sense. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people in the fucking Congo listening to us, and I, I don't think we got Joe, listeners in the Congo. I'll tell you right now, we're huge in the Congo. We are. <laughs> we're we fucking huge. All right. Hey, Joe, I love you. Love you too, buddy. This has been a lot of fun tonight, and this is why I come down here. Because well, if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't do it. I mean, we are both kind of fucking self-flagellating, self-hating people, so maybe if it sucked, we would do it. I don't know. But no, I think we do Probably. it because it's fun. No, if it was torturous, we wouldn't do it. No, no, no. It's fun. Plus, it's, fun. it's, it's a way to unload. So I got to clean this shithole up and get us uh, a couple of fucking drapes and some fucking cameras. Yeah. And a fucking board. I'll show you what to buy. Yeah. I haven't steered you wrong technically yet, have I? No. All right. Hey. Good night, Waterbury. <laughs> <laughs>